amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. And I just don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Still pumping, sold on the culture. You know that my dojo culture game over, soldier. I'm cooling. You are listening live. Do it live. Of course, unless you're not particularly listening live. Uh, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday, March 28th, 2018. Uh, I am your host, Travis Bryant, and with me, per usual, is my main man, Fifty Grand, uh, Cameron Hawkins. Uh, Cam, what's happening? What's going on, man? Hey, not too much, man. How are things? Things are all right. All right, good to hear. Um, yeah, so um, we're a week and a half out from Mania. We've got uh, some storylines and some and some feuds and or, I'm sorry, rivalries uh, peaking. We've got some interesting things. We've got some injuries. That are gonna play a play a role in uh, in in WrestleMania and how that turns out. So let's uh, let's uh, let's jump into everything. Uh, first, let me get go ahead and give out all the uh, the pertinent information. Uh, if you want to call into the show and provide uh, uh, questions, comments, commentary uh, live on air to Cam and I, hit us up on the Constellation lines. Give us a call. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Once again, hit us up on the Constellation lines at three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. If you can't call us for whatever reason, you can always shoot us an email anytime uh, during the week, anytime during uh, the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed, uh, so you can find us on the email tip at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com and also you can find us on Twitter hit the show up on Twitter at East Coast Cast twitter.com slash East Coast Cast and you can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord and you can find Cam at Seahawk and now you can find the show on Instagram at Torch East Coast Cast so just how all those words are spelled just Together, Torch, East Coast Cast, and you can find goddamn Cameron. <laughs> or another, I don't know if you want. You want to do the Cam one, the other one, the edits one? We'll talk that about that out too. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, talk well Cam's about it. got a secret, a secret IG, and uh, so the folks that aren't in the know, just, uh, just you know, speculate on what that could be. So, uh, so yeah, those are all the ways to find us on Twitter and Insta. 
and Facebook. That's the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, if you got articles or memes or anything to, po- anything to post, you know, post it, you just want to say hi there, say hi there. And uh, I know we had, I think, a few, a few likes this week. Let's see here. Okay. Um Alright, maybe they, they dropped off. But Clyde, Clyde Ford. Appreciate you, Clyde. Uh so yeah. Share the timeline on your or share the page on your timeline. Tag your wrestling pals in it. Spread the word. Do that whole thing. So, uh yeah. Uh Cam. We got oh, oh, what the hell? No, one more way to get at us to inundate you with. Again, a new a new feature for the East Coast cast, uh, something that I've been r- really wanting to do for a while and should have pulled the trigger probably a year, six months ago at least. Uh, but we have a voicemail. So if, for whatever reason you can't call, you don't necessarily like sending emails, you want your voice heard live on air, you can call in, uh, you can call into our uh, uh, voicemail line and leave a up to a three-minute uh, voicemail. So that gives you plenty of time to get all your uh, questions, comments, rants, ravings, all that out. So hit us up on the voicemail tip at 415-757-5229. Shit. 415-787-5229. Uh, but if you if you have all the social information, I don't want to give you too many. You know, so everything is at eastcoastcast.com, actually. You can really be linked to all the social media, which will then have all the you know, <laughs> other and, and silly uh, and silly other things. All right, now that's all out of out of way. Uh, Cam, uh, yeah, headlines, poll results. What do we got? It's, it's kind of an interesting thing. Um, you know, between last week and now, we got news that you know Shane McMahon is on vacation and has diverticulitis, and you know we automatically assume that. You know, he's not going to be able to be part of WrestleMania. So, you know, the poll was, you know, given Shane's medical situation, um, who would you like to see as Daniel Bryan's tag team partner against uh, Owens and Zayn? And, you know, 14% of the vote was other. Um, and Kane seemed to be the popular choice there, which is pretty logical, not from, like, yeah. an actual, like, work rate standpoint, but from a who can you put next to him that people – that it makes total no, sense and they will absolutely accept without blinking and batting mm-hmm. an eye. Yeah. Yeah, and won't like nobody's going if if nobody's going to boo Kane. Like regardless of what Kane does in a match, <laughs> nobody's gonna boo Kane, especially him being matched up with Daniel Bryan. So it it definitely makes sense. Um Johnny Gargano got twenty one percent of the vote and I just thought it was absolutely crazy that people were asking me like, why would Gargano be an option? Because we have a match the night before. I'm like, did you not watch oh, the Royal Rumble? Well, that's like, the part that makes sense, though, Cam. That. You I'm stuck sorry? on that. No, that's the part no, that but, makes – that should be questioned. The part that I, I – the question that I thought was a little odd, considering considering it, it gives us type fans so much of what we want and, and another guy – you know um, – the the match part is the part that should be questioned. Like, well, no, he's going to get his ass beat down, and I know you're going to 
use the Royal Rumble example. No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not. No, no. Fair no, examples. Don't, don't change your voice. No. Don't, don't change you're, your you're, voice. Oh, switch don't, it up. Don't alter, don't alter your tone or, uh, yeah, just say, say it straight. Don't, don't, don't. This is what you said. You said, but I know you're going to. No, no. Don't make it because sound that's like that's been your you argument. Heard. That's been you your number one. But again. What I'm, I'm not saying don't say what I said. I'm saying don't alter your tone or your delivery when you say it. You can alter my tone. I can sing songy and, like, and, and no, let everybody know what I think of that uh, if I exactly. choose. When you, when you alter your tone, <laughs> you're changing the validity of it. So, no. My point is. No, you're right, though. No yeah. Do you want no to see this bullshit yeah. that he likes? Well, no, this is my thing. The yeah. reason I think Regano was this. Not so much fitting from a storyline standpoint, because nobody really does, unless you go yeah. Dolph Ziggler, and that's a weird hole to fall in. Um, but one thing was, like, they, they established that a wrestler can have a half an hour, 45-minute match the night before at TakeOver and show up on the pay-per-view the next night and compete, because they had Almas do it, they had Ember Moon do it. Ember Moon especially was out there with one arm and favoring it the whole time, so... And the other thing about Gargano is he's no longer in NXT. You know, like he's, I don't know if they have big picture plans for him immediately, but with that crowd in that building, um, it's after work. a lot of them are going to see him have that match. Like it would be a great way to springboard him. But um, so but aside from that, there's no reason for us to get too hung up on that. Uh, Samoa Joe came in at 23rd and, or 23%, I should say. And, you know, the thing about it is it's a way to reintroduce a guy to not have him log jam in the same spot he's been at on Raw. You give him fresh matchups. You know, if the plan is for him and Roman and Reigns to feud. Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. And it's a, uh, a tag match, so he's not coming back. I mean, because you go, hey, Joe, we, oh, you're, you're, your foot good? All right, here's a WrestleMania match. I got shit. Yeah. Now I got to. You know, perform up to to the level. Bring it. Uh, at least, exactly. You would think you want you would know it's WrestleMania. You want to go beyond. Um, I I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be Joe. I don't think uh, not because of not because of storyline stuff with what he's going to do with Roman Reigns uh, in the in the spring and spring and or summer. Um, it's more it's that that man needs to let his. I don't want. I really don't want to see him. Uh, before my don't birthday, come back by, uh, the end of May, which is like just chill. You, you're too big to be mm-hmm. trying to rush back from a, a friggin' uh, a foot injury and a and a plantar uh, fascia one at that. It'd be better. Mm-hmm. He'd probably be better off if he had like a broke a bone in like his his toe or or or, or in his foot or something. Yeah, because <laughs> that yeah. plantar shit could just. Whew. So yeah. Um, so really, it was just a three, yeah, one. A, a two man, two man one for me. It was Gargano and, and Jericho, and I didn't really have an other. I didn't think Kane until people started uh, posting. I was like, oh, that that definitely makes sense. But I don't, I don't want to see Kane, and, and yeah, really, I, any I, I prefer not seeing Kane. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, and then um, you know, Jericho got forty two percent of the vote. Um, I don't think yeah. this was before Randall. a lot of people knew that he had, you know, he has a concert halfway across the country <laughs> the same night. Um, yeah, people were trying to. They, they were they were reaching. They were like, oh, "Hey, Vince uh, Malone and the Jet, Rockefeller did, Jay Z did it back in the day, or whatever." You know, yeah, like, like okay, God, like, and it's not like 
it's not like he's going another place to support somebody and to make sure he's backstage so he can be there with Beyonce. Like, there goes Jesse Jericho to go out and put on a match with three of the best workers of a generation. Not that he can't yeah. do it, but I you don't, don't know if that's something you can, that you want to do, given the circumstance. Um, but, you know, I mean, he, storyline-wise, he probably fits in better than anybody else, and he wouldn't even have to show up Tuesday. You know, like, Jericho could, you know, I have a real beef with Kevin Owens. I left out of here with beef with Kevin Owens. I want to get one over on him. I'm helping my man, you know, Daniel Bryan. Um, and then I'm gone. I'm, I'm back on the road. So it could work. Yeah. But we say all that to say that the news is that Shane McMahon uh, plans to be back yeah. in time for WrestleMania. What? Yeah. The, what? In Brian's <laughs> interview or, or promo, he flat out said, like, it's gonna, he booked the match. It's going to be me and Sh- or, or Owens and, and, and Zane versus uh, – Shane and me, and the stipulation is if they lose, if Zane and Owens lose, they stay fired. But if they beat Shane and, Vin- and Shane and Brian, they get rehired. That part was, I think you, they needed a better way of announcing those stipulations. I thought that was like, I thought it went over kind of flat. Uh, I, I didn't. I'm like, oh, okay. So we'll you guys they're going to win. It's like one of those things, like, oh, well, thanks for telling us to finish. Yeah. And if they don't, yeah, and they it's like, say, yeah, they I could guess they could do some storyline wash, shake up, you know, Stephanie signs them, who knows, you know, they could do to, to get around it. Mm. Let's see. Uh, Peel Police did ask. He said uh, he hasn't read or or listened to too much about this yet, and he hasn't watched SmackDown in years. But do we know Shane's diverticulitis isn't a work? Uh, didn't all this didn't this all lead out of the kayfabe injuries from the attack? Uh, yeah, I like mean timing wise, you are absolutely it. correct. Um, I don't think they referenced the uh, they referenced it was from that though. Unless I'm no. mistaken. I don't even ever think we referenced it being well, Brian from said his injury. Brian said, he, you know, you, you put him in a hospital, now he's whatever, whatever. But, uh, okay. you know, getting slammed on the thing doesn't give you diverticulitis. That's a condition yeah. that, that's, that's you build up to. Yeah, from, you know, you get or, you know what, I have seen vegetables. people who will get, like, a seed or something or, like, a, mm. you know, uh, like a kernel. I should say, or like a sunflower seed or something, and it will get trapped in their line, like their intestinal lining yeah. or something, and that can fuck them up. So it's not necessarily because, like Vince, who just eats steak and bread all day, and yeah. you know, don't had no roughage or nothing, and uh, then you understand why he would have to get some mm-hmm. of his colon removed. But I mean, that kind of thing. you know, that's what his dad does. Like I, I, I don't know Shane McMahon personally, but like guys, I'm, I'm telling you as your, your co-host and your friend. Like, please eat your vegetables. <laughs> and I mean it. Like, eat your fruits and vegetables, guys. Like, I just do it. There's... I mean, they put vegetables in breakfast tacos. So, I mean, there's easy ways to make sure stop you it. get, stop get, get stop your it. vegetables. You stop it. If, uh, it's like they said. If you cook uh, pork-flavored broccoli, counts as pork. 
Right, like Granddad, you can't put the collard greens fat back. It yeah, makes guys, them pork. You know, even if you want to be big and strong, like please eat your eat your vegetables and you know, don't don't eat as much meat as you may think you need to. Just uh yeah. Let's let's all all live as good as we can for as long as we can. Uh yeah. As I say this, I'm plotting out brunch in New Orleans, uh next Sunday right now and everything on the menu looks like it'll kill you right away and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> uh, what? What the fuck, Darrell? What what? Yeah, I I don't know if you saw my answer to that question. I just said this is weird. This and that's weird. and that's all I can really say. That's a weird question. It seems it's so disjointed. Like I mean, those Joe things don't go together. Joe is a point that. You, let me just read it flat out. Like, Do you think that Johnny fits the look and feel of a guy that Vince feels can ever replace a McMahon? Well, no. And why is that even? <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know if. Oh, replace how... as in like. Replace Shane, but yes, yes, in a match, fuck yeah. Like, anybody can replace Shane. He's not a fucking wrestler. And I know what you mean, like in the kayfabe, whatever, whatever. But no, I'm not going to allow myself to. No, uh, James Ellsworth. All right, I'm not going to get ridiculous. But this year specifically, like, I, and I have to give Shane credit for you know WrestleMania in Dallas. I'm not giving him credit for WrestleMania for Ajax. That was that was trash. Nobody's ever going to convince me that match is good, but. I'm going to give, uh, you know, Shane credit for the match with him and the Undertaker being something like boosting the card. It was watchable. Shane's involvement in a tag match with Daniel Bryan doesn't have anything to do with people buying WrestleMania this year, I don't think. so. Yeah. Even, I mean, the, even I, the thing I, him I and AJ did, wasn't it like no DQ yeah. or some kind of like hardcore stip? Yeah. You have to put skates on a Shane McMahon match, like, so it can move. You have to put skates on. Yeah. And he wasn't adding to this. Like, this is Daniel Bryan's match. Um, it's great that KO and Sammy are very, very good, but they are the lower tier of what's going on. This is about Daniel Bryan coming back to wrestling, doing what he can do. And everything else is secondary to that. He does not need to be propped up by whoever's next to him. If anything, this if this gives me a chance to have a lesser-ish Somebody on the card, maybe that I have to pay a little less. Um, yeah, that that's that's great. That's perfect. Um, to put him in the blind. But no, Joe, Joe is a good point, saying that you know if Kane's in the match and Kane holds the L, um, it doesn't affect anything going on with Daniel Bryan, and it also keeps yeah. KO and Sandy uh, in place. So I mean, I just think you know they go to Raw, or maybe we finally get the actual split where one of them goes to Raw, and then you know. Like, I'd love to see KO, Roman Reigns, you know, go at it, blow for blow for a while. Like, that would be cool. Like, there's just, uh, there's ways to go with this. I still think, hey, Daniel Bryan, like, I still think he wins. And and that's that's probably going to be, oh, gosh, we have to have, like, 28 polls next week because we have so many matches. Probably have to do one for every match. Probably could start that. Wait, they give you seven days for a poll? Um, I'll make polls Sunday, I guess. That'll be cool. 
Does Shane McMahon wrestle at WrestleMania in that match? Yes or no? I mean, I have to think yes if that's what they're preparing for. Um, like, I don't like it. Like, this is a lot different than Daniel Bryan being out for three years and do I am I comfortable watching him wrestle? This is after a bunch of doctors and stuff. Like, Shane McMahon takes risks and then takes a lot of time off. Um, he does have an amazing threshold for pain, but he's also not a trained, trained wrestler. Um, so, yeah. I don't. I don't like putting a guy who we're, we're doing uh what company kickball on Friday, and I was telling my buddy the funniest thing you can ever watch is somebody who's not athletic and doesn't train athletically out of nowhere try to do something athletic. It's hilarious, and with all due respect really to Shane, w- who is kind of a natural athlete. Oh, go ahead. No, I, that just reminds me. Like, damn it! I wish I could actually we could have seen on screen that. Uh, earn Mike Vick foot race. <laughs> oh yeah, just see earn because I mean even if you they were down fast, in the block, not, and then they looked at each yeah. other before the Earned guy said you know whatever run. on your market set go, they cut and then they were in the limo and Earn was just super disappointed. As yeah. he, like, got to jump on Mike Vick. Mike Vick didn't even come out of the blocks. Like Earn was moving, but like yeah, it, it's 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 a hilarious thing to see. But in Shane's case, like I don't want somebody who isn't constantly dealing with some type of, you know, pain or soreness um, to go out there and try to go all out right away. Like, we're not built like that, we being people yeah. who aren't professional athletes. So, I mean, I think he That was does, a pretty gross but... bump he took on that, on that, you know, whatever production box or stack of ladders or whatever the hell it was. And yeah, those sounds and he made like... were, shoot, because his, you know. I forgot that. <laughs> There's Insides a hernia, were, too. It's not just diverticulitis. There's a hernia. Liver quiver. Like, there's a, like, I don't know if people are familiar. Like, if, if you've never had a hernia, I don't know how much sense it makes to you, but it's constant pain. Like, a, a sports hernia is a bit different than a hernia, but I, from what I understand, it's not a sports hernia he has. Like, he has an actual hernia. Like, he has a big lump in his stomach. And it's, like, my stepdad had one for a long time. It was hard to walk around. Like, let alone, like, yeah. run and jump and fall. Like, I mean, if they're planning on that, I have to say, yes, maybe it's a last-minute thing to where, you know, Daniel Bryan comes out and he's like, Shane McMahon can't come out, but I found somebody who can. And then and then the lights go out and Kane's music hits or something. I mean, I, I don't know. I I don't like it. The mulatto song. My God, Steve. Listen to one for the soundtrack. My God, it's really good. Yeah, jo- the mulatto song. <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> That's a really good album. Like, like musically, like sonically, it's like, man, they. they you think, you know, like, oh, this is going to be a bunch of parody. I mean, they were, but they were so goddamn well done. Uh, and as a so somewhat very casual Johnny Cash fan, uh, I really find it endearing. Um, all right, let's um, – oh, so we talked about the polls. Do we have – is there an obvious headline? It's really Daniel Bryan's bike. I mean, really. I mean, it's not – I mean, or not yeah, only I mean, back, but – Book for a match, it's going to happen. Like, yeah, we are wondering, will Shane 
excuse me, will Shane wrestle? Well, we know Daniel Bryan's going to wrestle. And 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 last night was so perfect the way he sold it. You know, like walking down the hallway before you know as they you know Bryan's coming up to talk about Mania next. Like he looked the way he came to the ring. You know, he's like in pain, but he's not like overdoing it. He didn't have his ribs red, or he might have. Um, and then the promo itself was just perfect. I mean, the way it built, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, this is this promo has been said in the mirror, probably been said to Birdie, <laughs> you know, and whoever else in the household. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure John Cena's heard a version of that promo. You know, like this is something that you just know. Like Brian's been working on, had has had in his mind, uh, probably for the last year, if not since the day he yeah. retired. So yeah, yeah. just uh, just I I gotta. It was it's like at thirty. It was like I had to be there. Like I I don't and and at, and before I even knew I had the credentials back then, it was like well I, I'd rather I, I'm good. I just if I'm in the same city, like my point, my first, I was like, I'll road trip down there with y'all, but I'll just, you know, hang out in the hotel and watch the the show on the network, which was brand new then. Um, and but I had to be the, down there, and now it's like, man, I, I I could not miss this because I can't get, you know, five hundred miles east. Yeah. All right, let's open things up to some folks. Um, uh, oh, is that what you were talking about with Joe when he's like talking about Shane? He can't, yeah. he can't, oh, he's not a Shane sense. fan, yeah. but he says the thought of Shane wrestling always excites me a little. Yeah, I'm, I don't understand, I don't understand that excitement, Joe. I don't think I've ever been, I don't want to say ever, I've been excited for Shane matches just because that's how things work. Uh, but yeah, certainly not consistently. So, all right, let's open things up. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three is the way to reach us uh, on uh, the constellation lines. Uh, let's open things up with. Let's start with. Oh, and by the way, press one if you're on hold and you want to and you want to. Uh, jump on the line and you oh, want to talk to us, hey. let us know. Yeah. Really quick, before yeah. you do that, I want to check, because uh-huh. I think today is the last day, and I haven't looked at it in like two days. I think today's the last day to vote in the tag team poll of the Final Four. Um, oh, there okay. are... Oh, no, there's another day left. There's a day and six hours left, but right now... Um, in the final four, uh, Edge and Christian had 55% of the vote against the Dudley boys. And the Hart Foundation, yeah, the Hart Foundation has 54% of the vote against the Hardy boys. So, pretty close. Those but right going now, the way ex- Edge and Christian I think they versus should. the Hart Foundation. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, like, people, probably the biggest complaint. That I had was how are the Dudley boys a four seed and they're losing to Edge and Christian. So like I, yeah, I'm not one of those people that says Edge and Christian are overrated and all that stuff. Like, nope, 
Well, I, I think I, I do think that they're that they get credit for stuff. But I'm like, again, my thing was this: if it comes down to the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, and Edge and Christian in WWE, whenever they had one of those big matches, Edge and Christian won. So the company oh, felt like they would have won one of the big matches. So I'm like, what do you want me to say? But um, and and they had a memorable a memorable breakup and 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 then both guys went off to be you know they did what the Dudleys and the hard heart you know they did what the Dudleys didn't couldn't do certainly as a duo mm-hmm. they both didn't didn't reach a certain level and uh, and the Hardys didn't do as uh, much as singles guys L- later Matt obviously uh, did a little bit got some notoriety but as on the whole I mean. They made it. They made it further. They had a memorable breakup, um, and and then made it further. Singles got acts uh, uh, individually. So, <laughs> I mean, as much as some of that attitude era stuff was so was that we kind of excused because it was just so hot and stuff. Like their 2000 run as tag champs was, I mean, it was it was pretty spectacular. I mean, they were one of. They were absolutely one of the reasons uh, to watch Raw and SmackDown and pay per views every week or and every month. They had the bit of so, and then and then the Dudley Boys it's just because of who they're against. I'm not like a BNC stand or anything, man. They're 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 good. I like them, but the Dudleys like what? Like yeah, they, the Dudleys they, dope. they just put people through tables and stuff. But you know they weren't like yeah. I mean, I mean they, whatever. I can't think of anything they ever said in WWE that I just needed to hear. Kind of the same thing with the Hardys. Like, what did you ever say out loud as a team that is memorable? Um, but, like, Agent Christian have memorable promos and skits and, you know, like, I mean, Dudley Boys put a bunch of women through tables. It's not my swag, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I just, I, I really felt like I could have went one, two, three with any three of those, but... Well, your rationale was absolutely spot on. Like that makes that's like yeah. I don't yeah. even think you have to get there, but if you're being things. fair, because I think it's on it's What's obvious uh, how they see how they should be seated. But your your rationale was like, oh yeah, no. If you're let's keep it kayfabe and let's say let's if they're all even, if ever, all things are the same. What's the one difference? Well, they held those belts longer. Yeah. They won all the big matches, or certainly most yeah. of the big matches. They won. I mean, they won at 2000. They won at WrestleMania 17. But, um, yeah, and then I felt like it, it's not right. If, There's one at the end of 99. I think that doesn't get remembered too well. That they, it was going on Raw, right? I thought there was something in 90. Maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking they did something at Mania. Oh, it was Mania 2000 and then SummerSlam 2000. I think was the okay. two big two matches. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, the thing is, right. um, I felt like it would be wrong to have like if I put one of them at one, I can't put the other two at two and three. I need a team from a different generation to be number two, and a team from a different yeah. generation to be number three. So that's why Hard Foundation and Usos got in there. Um, but yeah, 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 okay, that's that's enough out of me. But let's 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 do the thing. Let's uh, let's talk to let's uh, let's talk to three one two. 
312, you are live on air on the East Coast Cast. Welcome to the show. Who's this? Where you what from? This is Sean. Uh, Sean from Chicago. What's good with you? What's happening, Sean? On, We've, uh, oh, wait. Sean, oh, Sean, that said he was going to call in. What's, uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not leading with the host. Oh, yeah. No, matter of fact, let me, let me, let me, let me get ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to lead with Hogan. <laughs> Uh, no, I, actually, man, I want I want to take uh, time out to uh, to say uh, I appreciate what you guys do. Uh, I was at a crossroads uh, professionally in my career. I didn't know how to tie everything in, and I was listening to Wade, and he just things were just hitting home with me. And I listened to you guys uh, for years now, and it's just um, it, it's pretty good to to be on and actually interact with you guys. And I I appreciate what you do. Oh, thanks, thanks man. so much, man. I appreciate you listening yeah. for all these years. Uh, no problem, man. Uh, well, yeah, I, uh, well, I, I wanted I, – I was on Twitter, and I had no idea what was going on. I still don't. I do want to ask about that Triple H meme. We don't have to go into detail about that meme, but what's that Triple H meme about? Okay. So, uh, uh, wait, what's the meme? I, maybe maybe, maybe I missed something. I might have, uh, if, he, if he goes into detail, then it's <laughs> – it's a little risque. Yeah. Oh, wait, are you talking about the... Oh, no. Yeah. No, okay. no, no, it's that one, but Trevor always misses when I go viral. He always misses it. Um, so, basically, I mean, the joke is that Sarah J looks like Triple H in the face. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So I, I, I didn't know you... Which I think is as bad as the way Jillian... Um, or 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 uh, um, what's her face that did the announcements for all the years? Uh, shit! Now she's got Lillian Garcia. Lillian Garcia. Gar- yeah, Garcia. Garcia. The horse face stuff. It's just so yeah. so. It's so mean, and and you take one little tiny little feature of somebody, and you yeah. you know. It's like the equivalent of why I hate basketball in in certain ways. Like you, when you get dunked on, and people go nuts. Like. So would you rather me like get out of the way and not try? Oh, so they take this one. In, t- anyway, in today's man, league, that's, that's yeah. In, in today's anyway, league, they don't play defense. So. Uh, wait, yeah, I mean, no, but I'm still, you know, we're still going to dinner in a dimly lit place. You know, nothing's changing. You know, hang out a little bit. You know. yeah. Just make us stand up the whole time, man. It don't matter where you go. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody will let you slide. Nobody will stand up. You do better if you take Jinx Mays. I kind of know her, so if you if you do better if you take Jinx. I'll 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 be about that. Let me check my bank account. Anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so I read Trav. I read your article about Roman Reigns and. I saw the comments afterwards, and and for the first time, I saw uh, fans of Roman Reigns that were actually making sense, uh, kinda. But in real talk, I, I got a real question: Do you think it's like fake accounts or burner accounts? Because whenever I go on Instagram for WWE or Twitter or WWE, all of the uh, all of the comments by fans just don't 
seem coherent sentences. I get it. You know, there's a lot of foreign fans. There's a worldwide uh, company, and English isn't a lot of their first language, but it's bad. You know, you know how Family Guy makes fun of the two foreign guys. It sounds like that. You know, the, the sentence structure. So <laughs> I wonder, are they bodied? Right. <laughs> it was like three dollars um, forty. I don't. I, I don't go on that part of the internet. So, like everything wrestling Twitter, it's like somebody else brings it to my attention. I definitely, if I do, then get. Something brought to my attention. I I rarely will delve into because it's literally like a Sasha Banks fan, and, and they got a Sasha Banks avatar, and they like know everything about Sasha Banks, and it's just weird and it's creepy. And I'm just like, right? Ugh, these people don't make wrestling like they like like the wrestling fan stereotype. It's like, man, yes, it's just them. weird, man. They don't seem so like real. Away from that. So, yeah, go ahead. I always kind of tell the story because it was the um, – I think it was kind of the moment that I knew that, like, those people are real. Uh, we're at a mania, what is that, 27, 28 Miami, and uh, this yeah. restaurant – there's like a, you know, like a rallies or a checkers or whatever right across from my hotel, and everybody's in line, like a whole bunch of people, and there's this couple in front of us. And it's this guy who absolutely cannot pronounce his R's, and he's in line with his girlfriend. And he's explaining to everybody how his he, his dream is to be a WWE superstar. Again, no R's. A WWE superstar, and his girlfriend's dream is to be a diva, and he's about 135 pounds, ain't done a push-up in his life, with a WWE tattoo. And I was just like, oh, so this is, like, this, this isn't just trolling, like, these people are very real. Um, I, I think that with the the little level of clout that Trav and I are starting to get, we're starting to interact a bit more with people who are WWE fans first and wrestling fans kids second. Call it clout. And yeah, yeah, they just I, I'm calling it, the kids call it clout. And yeah, they just they're, they're very one track, you know, with their beliefs and the way they respond to the polls. Sometimes, like in the comments, is just yeah, Roman Reigns is number one, and it's. It's kind of wild. It's weird. But it's super they, they weird. It's a heart. Wow. Okay. Well, I I didn't think they were real, man. I thought they were just burner accounts. Yeah, like maybe Kevin there ain't has. enough bots and there's not enough algorithms in the world to like create. <laughs> you know, it's like one of those too good to be true. Like, no, they're really that. Uh, these folks exist. People are, are dedicated. But but, but it's the thing things. of. It's the thing of they're the vocal ones, so that and they're the ones that are going to say things that might get retweeted that you would see. You're not going to see a bunch of like yeah. smart commentary because normally, unless you're like super popular and have a ton of followers, yeah. um, people aren't going to retweet this really thoughtful or poignant or whatever thing that you said. But if you're like. Yeah. It's just, that's just the nature of how people are, I guess. I don't know. Unfortunately, they're also doing it for the clout. <laughs> they are also yeah. doing it for the clout. But class. again, just remember, it's like they're just the most. Like if it's just like it's just like the real world. It's like um, you know how and it, and kind of to keep it, it, it you know super current. It's like NRA folks. Like they're like 
three percent of like the voting population. Like they're not like what three percent of the population own sixty five percent of the guns. It's like those people. Like they're yeah. just the loudest because it's they're super obsessed with the thing. So you hear their voice out over everybody else's, and then you go, you kind of have this warped uh, a sense of man. The other side is. Like non, and our other side would be non-smart, non-thoughtful, non, you know, fans that are just too into the kayfabe, whatever you want to, you know, yeah. are fucking lunatics and weird. And, and But it's like, it's, they're such a small uh, segment of the audience, for real, for real. They're just super no, loud. And, it's and, weird because uh, I went to a couple shows uh, uh, a year ago and uh, two years ago, and it was nothing but like, little girls super loud and like screaming so loud it like messes your eardrum up so you can't hear for a while mm-hmm. and there's echo and everything back. so yeah I, the worst yeah hated them uh i went to the i went to the raw after no mercy uh the last not this last no mercy but uh the one that was on raw uh where they were in, like uh stockton or something like that and they said Roman Reigns wasn't going to be there, and it was nothing but booze. They loved it. They boo- they booed Roman Reigns, mean, they, and they loved it. Yeah. You know, but okay. They cheered so, that he was. They were happy that he wasn't going to be there. Is what you mean? Right, right. They booed when right, his, okay. when Kurt Angle brought up his name, but cheered yeah. that he wasn't there. I was kind of pissed because he was supposed to be in a cage match with Braun Strowman, and I'd never seen a cage match, so I was like, "Well, damn, okay." The one time I want to see this dude, he's not here. And you know it was going to be but, good, too. Like, that, that's the, the thing about Roman yeah. Reigns for me. Like, I understand people are like, I don't like to be pushed in this spot. Um, but it's like, but you're going to get good matches when you see him. Yeah. To me, like, it's a catch-22 to me because, like, I don't, I don't remember the last bad Roman Reigns match because I, I don't think a lot of them exist. Um, but, yeah, people, like, I'm – of course, looking forward to going to New Orleans next week because it's going to be great. But the conversation in the air and just like there's going to be a fuck Roman Reigns chant on Bourbon Street. Like there's just going to yeah. because that's how people work with because you. Because there was John, John Cena chants on Bourbon around. Street in 2014. Yep, there sure were fuck John, John Cena chants. Um, it's going to be next to the ambulance with the prom girl drunk. Uh, <laughs> That was I, I'm wondering what they're going to do with Braun all next year because Braun's quietly been built to be stronger than Roman. I mean, he Roman Reigns had only beaten him the last few times with a lot of help. Like in that chamber, he had eliminated everybody else. Of course he was going to beat him after that. And then the last time he ran him over in the ambulance, and the time before that, Braun had actually beat him clean. So – like Braun Strowman's kind of owned the last matchups between them, so I'm wondering if they just how how do you keep them apart? I mean, I don't think you do. I, I always compare yeah. Braun Strowman. Well, well, they're to, both baby uh, face. Well, sort of, <laughs> kinda. But but you know, I always compare him to uh to Nemesis from Resident Evil Three. Like he's just going to bust down the wall sometimes and fight, him, yeah, and then he's going to go away and do something else. Like, I I don't know how long never is, because you can never say never in wrestling, yeah. but if Braun Strowman never won the WWE or Universal title, I wouldn't be shocked, because I just don't think that's his character. I think he's there to cause chaos um, and do these feats of strength, and his win-loss record 
even though he's going to win a bunch of matches, yeah. it's never going to matter. Because he's always going to – just like Jericho could get on the mic and get his heat back, Braun's going to be able to throw something and get his heat back. But you don't think that make Braun, makes Braun Strowman weak because, I mean, like Kane's been strong and he's only had the title a couple times, maybe three times, period. You know, and, and he's still been strong, but when was for one Kane's night? not what he used to be. About, I think I always think about Andre. Yeah, right. Same with right Big Show. Um, now, Big Show yeah, hasn't I'm, really I'm, held the title. So why are you, the exception, why are you stating all these obvious things that no one would yeah, disagree right? with? Who's going to be like, I think Big sure. Show's in the prime of his life. Yeah. Big Show's great. No. <laughs> I think Big Show's the exception. No, it's just, I think I don't Big wanna, Show was, I, he was super athlete Big Show was when what? he came in, and they were able to get that, uh, you know, like he, some of Brock Lesnar's first runs, most memorable matches were against Big Show. I, I do think, you know, Big Show proved that a big guy can be taken seriously as champion and can lose credibly. Um, they just haven't presented Braun in a way that somebody can beat him clean. And I don't know if if, if this has all been a four-year Roman Reigns reclamation project, I don't know if in year one of when you think the project's over, if you match him up with Braun Strowman. Because him him beating Braun Strowman clean in 2018 is absolutely going to turn whoever's on the fence about him all the way against him. Shit, him beating Braun Strowman uh, in like stip matches, like an ambulance thing or whatever. Uh, it's like when Kalisto beat him in that casket match or whatever the hell, because. Feet went in the thing. It's like it was a dumpster match. He beat the shit out of Kalisto. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Uh, that's different, but it, um, but it was absurd. They didn't like it. They didn't buy it this year or or in 2017 when they had their uh, you know their long you know nine twelve month feud. They didn't like it then. And what they're going and that was when Braun was. They were trying to push Braun as a heel. Do you think since he's over now and everybody loves him, that'll yeah, that'll set Roman Reigns back so far. They'd be yeah. better off making they. This wouldn't make any sense, but they'd be better off making those guys friends, like somehow coming and they the new Hogan Andre before '87. Speaking of Hogan and Andre, <laughs> perfect. Thanks, Travis. Perfect. What? So yeah, I mean we know how. Uh, uh, I know how Cam feels about it, and uh, I know he'll get to it. So how do you feel about Hulk Hogan uh, or WWE being in uh, talks with Hulk Hogan coming back, Trav? Uh, fuck that shit. <laughs> is, that, is that clear? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, no. I mean, we, tell us how well, you okay. feel about it. That's what I. Let, well, okay. Well, here's the thing, and and uh, most people will take it with a grain of salt, but I never, I never did a drug in my life. I'm 35 years old. Yes, I drink, and some people say, "Oh, that's a drug." <laughs> well, okay, right? I mean, but I was okay. I'm a product of the 80s. Okay, you know they said don't do yeah, drugs. I didn't do that you. shit. They, they shit right. I mean, yeah. South no, I, Chicago, you see crackheads. But I'm never you know? would never put cocaine up my nose no. or like or shoot heroin. Like no, it's awesome, and I'm gonna want to no. do it again and again and again. Like what, like that's been demonstrated 
all my exactly. life. <laughs> like, I, I, like, what do I think? Why would I think I can handle it? Like, nope, I'll stick to, I'll stick to smoking weed and doing my occasional psychedelics and stuff. But you know, some sh- that's shit I don't have to have. I ain't gonna knock somebody upside the head to get a bag of, you know, some loud. Uh, I, so I live I'm, out I'm in right Cali, there with so you in a way, in a way. But but yeah, no, I'm not going. I didn't let it scare no, me. Uh, my uh, point uh, being is, you know, I I grew up with him. He had a I have a special affinity to him, and you know, like I know a lot of people have that with John Cena. So I mean, I can't. Although I can't excuse what he said, and I never would. Yeah. I'm not going to step in the way of the punch you throw at him. I'm just saying, for me, I love <clears> to see him back because personally. I can say, yeah, sure. What he what he personally or you know indirectly did for me is more important than uh, the negative things that he said. Because basically, he ain't said nothing that ain't uncommon. I mean, we know that. I know. I knew Hulk Hogan hated niggas back then. You know, I, I can just yeah. tell. It's, it's not. You know, it's not a. Um, it, it's it's not like it's it's a secret. You know, it's just not. Yeah. But. And I know he's playing a character, and I think his character was way more important than, um, you know, than the stuff that came out about him. Sure, sure. And and that happens, I mean, where somebody so, so means so much to the culture, Bill Cosby. I mean, it's like, what? America's dead? We can't, like, no, 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 no. This would shatter people, you know, and. Like, well, let them be fucking shattered, and then they'll pick up the pieces. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, John Cena treated on his wife, and it didn't stop his career. That was so un not public, though. That was handled like it was way you know, more like, public than what what Hulk Hogan stuff would have been back in the day. Like it was, it was, it wasn't like president. We I mean, literally knew about it, back in the day. but that was it. No, he, he like, we knew he, he got a divorce. Before. We knew he was fucking Mickey James, and that's why she got fired. But beyond that, no salacious detail, or at least that I remember, that are worth, that I that, that were worth remembering. Uh, but not a ton of salacious he was detail. Him on the, road. the stuff that like people remember that leaves a, a stain and a, a stink on 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 people, especially people like Cena with that kind of image. But he was able to. Uh, he was he was kind of Teflon in that. I don't want to go back to. I don't remember the time. What was going on in his career? Was he a champion? How many reigns had he had by then? But I bet it came at a time where he had a, a ton of power, and he was he was good at keeping his. Shit I think it was people with Jay and, and once you see like the Bellas and all that stuff, those shows, and you see you get more of a glimpse into his personality and how how uh, like sterile he is in his environment. Like, so you're like, yeah, no. See, he's not. Oh, John Cena isn't like fucking around having a bullshit non-disclosure agreement like the fucking president. His John Cena's NDAs are locked, fucking like tight. <laughs> Ain't no getting around it. All the loopholes are closed. Everything. He's that kind of calculating, calculating type of guy. I think. So you're not going to certain shit's not going to get out, or you're going to pay to pay a serious price that apparently people don't want to pay, or he hasn't done anything. You know, to the, that that warrants that kind of scrutiny. One or the other. Um, I think, and, and you're not wrong. Like I, and we've had this conversation. My whole thing is this: I am not mad at anybody for wanting Hulk Hogan to be a part of their wrestling experience. Um, as long as they respect why I don't. Um, 
because people don't, when I say people, of course I'm not talking about you, because this is something we've talked about, yeah. like you've seen the conversations I've had. The, the biggest thing about it <laughs> yes, is... Yes, I have. <laughs> yeah, right? The biggest thing is, like, don't tell me why I have to accept somebody's apology. Don't tell me what I have to get over. Don't tell me, um, you know, that there's some type of timetable on when these things expire. As long as we're on the right. same page about that, you can want whatever you want because when we go down the line, there's going to be somebody that I'm willing to forgive or give a pass to that you wouldn't. As long as we respect each other's opinions on that, then, then it's all good. Um, now, like, like I've said, and I've, I've said it so many times, I have to do it. If Hulk Hogan comes out of the Hall of Fame, I have to get up and leave. I'll come back later, but you know, I got to get up and leave. Because no one would I'm, ever tell. No one would ever tell a victim of a crime, especially like a violent crime, rape, or if somebody their their kid was murdered. They would never put them on a timetable of when they should get over it or how they should feel ten, twenty mm. years later about the person. I don't know about whatever. that. Now, they kind Hogan of didn't rape any of do it. that already you know, to us. You know, I don't want to. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a different conversation. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I feel you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, again, that's definitely what they're doing to us, but yes. I'm, yeah. I'm being hyperbolic and, you know, using, like, rape or violent, pers- you know, situations because, you know, Hogan only you know, bearing feelings isn't close to that, but it's like you would still, you would never go, it's a personal thing. You would never be like, you need to get over that, or this is why you shouldn't feel the way you do. Like, fuck you. How dare you tell me how I should or shouldn't feel kind of, kind of thing. Well, yeah, that's that's all I got, man. You know, I just wanted to have that, that conversation with y'all. I'll definitely be back uh, if if I can. Uh, quick plug for MMA Torch. Go ahead, do you think? Okay, yeah, I got uh, so I got media credentials, and I'm covering a uh, fight at Gold Country Casino April 14th for the MMA Torch. Um, so I'll be doing a review on that. Uh, me and a friend of mine. Uh, so I hope you know people can. Uh, go ahead, go to MMATorch.com and check that out. That's uh, April 14th. So, give me your full. They Damn, I'm gonna make okay, MMA Torch and start showing. Like, what the who, who? Who's this guy? Yeah, tell him who you are. <laughs> My bad, uh, Sean Covington. Well, I guess it would just say Sean. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Sean I mean, Covington at MMA. Yeah, Torch. <laughs> I didn't want to blow up your spot, so I just figured I'd put Look, you on the here, spot. Here's instead. what I know. <laughs> I know our rhythm section is growing, and it's exciting. Really happening. Really happening. It's pretty good. Okay, I'm over it. But yeah. <laughs> Sean, we appreciate you, man. And we will definitely be looking forward to everything that you contribute and we'll make sure to put it out there. Uh, no problem, man. Thanks, man. Y'all have a good time. Hey, Travis, do you know if you can wrap chicken in bacon and then just bake it all together? Because if you don't know, I'm about to find out. If you're still there, maybe. I I think you – I don't know I if you just, muted me. It didn't say mute. I think you might have muted Travis. Did you mute himself? Did Travis mute himself? I, I'm not muted. I mean, I don't mind co-hosting, but 
<laughs> well, no, that's the thing. Travis has a switchboard. So it was literally streaming you talking. <laughs> See, we are not so, in so is this where place. I take over? It's all good. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, it's like so. Uh, yeah, the Hulk Hogan hour, right? Um, I guess yeah. <laughs> while we work on getting Travis back, we can start. No, I'm to here. Talk about, I, had, um, I got a, I got a job, oh. and I had to. Uh, they they came. They told me my background and everything came back clear, oh. and they want me to start. So, oh, okay. whew, I, oh, I'm literally man. unemployed. Well, I've been unemployed bro. for the last four hours. My job ended today, and <laughs> we had a half day. Um, so I was like, shit, I'm unemployed. And I had an interview last week, and they called me back today. So that lasted well, four stuff. hours. Yeah, yeah. So sorry very, about dropping Very well done. Out. Very well done. Appreciate it, Sean. Um, yeah. yeah. Call us, email us, leave us a voicemail. Do all those things, but don't be a sh- or any of those things, but don't be a stranger. No problem. No be problem. The Cam and Sean hour. Right. All right, man. All right. I was here too. I was asking you about a recipe as you hung up the phone. But I think, I, I think it'll work. <laughs> What was the recipe? I was like, can you wrap chicken in bacon and then just bake it with the chicken? Whether you can or not, we're about to find out. Yeah. I remember my mom, mom, this is when they were living with me in like the early 2000s, like 04. She's like, what do you want for dinner? I was like, can you bacon wrap some chicken? (laughs) Two hours later, that's a bacon wrap chicken thighs or chicken leg, whatever. Yeah, man. (laughs) Yes, it's live. It's, It's going down. I feel like the bacon added to the chicken means I can't go to the gym tonight, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Bacon might be too everything. All right, let's. Uh, what's your time looking like? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Okay. Good. 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 All right. Let's. Um, let's. Uh, you know what? Let's um, let's get into this voicemail. So again, oh boy, we, we've got we go. this voicemail gimmick, huh? What do you say, Cam? Oh shit, Cam dropped off. I guess Cam doesn't want to hear <laughs> hear about this voicemail. He's not with it. Already got there, yes. I thought you had a problem with the email or with the voicemail. I'm so excited shit. about voicemail. I hung up the phone. Voicemail. Um, so yeah, so I'll go ahead. I'll play this email. It's from uh, from a listener, uh, Mike uh, Mike Messier, who um, who has some issues with uh, the upcoming um, WWE Saudi Arabia tour, and um, he makes some good points, and then he um, makes some not so great points, and they're tinged with some things. But you'll listen, and you'll hear. Hi, this is Mike Messier. I wanted to know what you and your listeners think of the WWE doing the Greatest Royal Rumble April 27th uh, in Saudi Arabia. However, apparently, unless things change somehow, women WWE performers such as Charlotte, Asuka, uh, Nia Jax, Sasha, er everyone, all the women will not be allowed to compete on this show. Uh, according to the cultures in, in that country. I wanted to know what you and your listeners think of this entire women's revolution that we've been hearing about for years, having to sit on the sidelines, uh, I would say like spectators, but apparently women in the audience won't even be allowed to spectate. Uh, 
unless they're in a special family section with men. So I guess single women in that country are not allowed to go as uh, audience members. I'm wondering if you and your listeners think it's okay morally for the WWE to conduct business under these circumstances. Furthermore, currently reading Shawn Michaels' book, Wrestling With My Life, his second autobiography, page 57, Shawn uh, re recites that Vince McMahon had to digitally alter Shawn Michaels' Christian-themed T-shirts in the 2002 era comeback, 2002-2003 uh, era, uh, for the Christian messages Sean was wearing. Uh, Vince had to digitally alter them for countries that did not appreciate the Christian messages. The compromise, or Vince's solution, was to make special, more subtle Christian Sean t-shirts uh, officially made by WWE in order to sell them themselves. I'm wondering if your uh, listeners think that's um, somehow uh, taking advantage of a situation or somehow exploiting uh, Christianity, or somehow uh, selling out Sean's original T-shirt messages in order to appease and be uh, adherent to Middle Eastern cultures. And I wonder if anyone finds an issue with that. I do. This is Mike Messier. All right, so that was Mike Messier, and he had some issues with uh, the upcoming uh, upcoming tour of Saudi Arabia. Um, I, I think there are legit issues, questions that certainly deserve uh, uh, to be brought up and explained. But the explanation is that's how they do business. If we want to do business there, we have to do business on their terms, on their land, on their using their resources, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, like WWE folks know the individual wrestlers and stuff know what it's like to go to Cutter and I hate that it's fucking Qatar um, and and all these types of places, the UAE when they do these shows and in Saudi Arabia they know that it's going to be an arena full of men because women aren't allowed, and it's up to them to go, hey, I don't feel like I want to be on this show. But as long as WWE goes, well, I don't give a fuck what they're at. We'll adhere to their culture. Okay. We go, we selling tickets still 30 bucks, 60 bucks, 120 bucks, you know, whatever, or more, shit, since they don't get, get, get out there more. Like, yes, we will go and we will put on a great show and smile the whole time. Um, I, I I don't see an issue with WWE choosing to do that. It's it's standard business. It's we. <laughs> do you care? Wait, or do you fill up when you go to Exxon or Shell, or do you go? Uh, you know, I'm pumping money into this. You know, I'm I'm basically, you know, the prince of fucking Saudi Arabia. The, the, those guys, the royal family. I'm I'm enriching them every time I fill up. I, I doubt that you... Maybe you do, Mike. I don't want to assume, but most people certainly aren't. Uh, Cam, before we get into Michael's part, you want to address the uh, Saudi Arabia tour? You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't like that, you know, that they do business in, in a sense that a lot of their performers can't perform. Like, I hated how 
you know, Darren Young had to kind of sit on the sidelines. Um, but, but the thing about being a worldwide company is, you know, you do have to sometimes abide by other people's, you know, cultures. And I, um, you know, I understand, like, if you watch, <laughs> if you see Black Panther a few times, um, you know, there is, you know, a level of, what's the word I want to say? There's a level of pride that you can take in not forcing your opinions on other people. Um, now, I don't think that's how WWE looks at it. I think WWE is trying to make a coin. To me, as long as the women are getting paid um, for the matches that they can't wrestle in, then I'm perfectly okay with it. You know, it sucks that, you know, you can't perform, but also it's probably not the audience you want to perform in front of. So I don't know how bad it is, but, you know, um, you know, as long as you're getting a check from your company, which is supposed to treat you fair, then I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just one of those things you, you, if you, if you know how the world works, you go, of course, acts, bands, performers of any, of all sorts, they need to, uh, they need to uh, adhere to the local customs. And as long as the local customs don't infringe on your, uh, you know, safety or and again and if it goes against your values morally spiritually religiously whatever then yeah i i would hope you have the option to opt out uh, again some people depending on where they are what company they work for what they do don't have that choice uh if you're an artist you just don't go to Saudi. you just don't tour fucking saudi arabia number one if you're a western act and you do you're going to get you're going to get a you're going to get it from all sides. You're going to get it from the, from the left to right. <laughs> the left's going to be like, what kind of insensitive person comes over and does that? You know how they're human rights violations, how they treat women, blah, blah, blah. And then the right's going to be like, oh, you're propagating with the Muslims. and the, You know, so you can't you, 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 yeah. Um As far as the Shawn Michaels stuff, I think it's more of the same. It's like, do you want to sell Shawn Michaels T-shirts in such and such place? Do you want them to air this segment in such and such place well if they don't like the cross or this reference to christ or whatever he has on his shirt and you're in airing somewhere in saudi arabia or somewhere where they don't fuck with christianity then you did you alter that shit out or you go fuck you don't show the segment uh on your tv and and we'll take the hit uh that way <laughs> they chose as they you know they have stockholders and stuff they chose to go with the part that would make them money. All right, well, we'll digitally alter it. We'll alter the new version so we can sell so we can sell it and won't have any issues. We get it. But again, it's like WWE is in any 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 position or any they don't have a history of making moral stands. They don't they're not the yeah. place that does that. They are going to ride with the yeah. money nine times out of ten. Unless it's unless it's so egregious, like the moolah stuff. But because that moolah thing isn't going to make it make them any money, calling it the moolah battle royal or the WrestleMania women's battle royal, it, 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 nobody's showing up or buying tickets to watch WrestleMania because it's called the moolah battle royal. Over the they, no, so they just did what was 
number one, easiest and got people off their backs and the most common sense thing was to just call it something else, anything else, mm-hmm. and get away from that topic as fast as possible. Yep. I'm right so, there with you. But I appreciate your uh, your voicemail, Mike. Um, yeah, thank you. We definitely have di- different, different opinions on things, and uh, my tone addressing <laughs> that specific topic wouldn't uh, – you know, like the cam thing. Like, don't change your tone when you're <laughs> talking about this. Your listeners have a problem because I do. Like, yeah, no, we we know you do. You wrote the email. So, <laughs> no, I'm messing with you, Mike. But email again or voicemail again um, anytime you want. That's uh, it's really cool. I appreciate you were the first. You're the first uh, East Coast cast voicemail, and uh, and it was a good one. So we appreciate that. That's um. Talk to somebody else who we got. Let's talk to Kylan in Newark. Uh, where are we at? Kylan, what's happening? What up? I'm very well, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing all right. Oh, doing well, sir. Uh, let's see here. This week I have one. I have a. Regular wrestling question, and then I have a television question for you guys to ponder. Okay. Uh, which, which, which one do you guys prefer me to start with? Man, it's your question. Your topic, you, you pick. Don't put it on us. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess I guess we'll start with the the wrestling question. Uh, mm-hmm. And believe, believe it or not, this is not a mainstream promotion. This has to do with. Secondary promotions. Okay. With with the newly reincarnated MLW securing a cable TV deal on something called BN Sports as of April 20th, What non-WWE promotions are you guys currently interested in at this time? I'm pretty sure when it comes to me personally, people uh, (laughs) already know the question to this, or the answer to this. I mean, I barely have enough time for WWE stuff. I mean, like, shit. Like... They're, yeah, I, yeah. Rich and Steve are the ones to ask this because they they take the time to watch other things and and and, and it's not that it's hard. It's not that it's not easy to get because it certainly is. It's just like I see every week those new uh, being being elite videos get posted and I and I want to get into it because you know it's something cool. I know and and they put a lot of effort and it's good. Um, or probably good, I'm assuming. But it's just like another thing 
another wrestling thing, and there's only so many hours in the day. Uh, Cam, are you are yeah. you at least on a semi regular basis? I got yeah. Since I cut my TiVo off, I don't record again, and it's not because I need TiVo. It's all on the internet and on demand. But I was following Ring of Honor semi regularly. Like I was definitely watching Ring of Honor at least once a month, uh, but mostly like two and three times a month sometimes. Uh, but that's been since the end of 2016, so uh, it's been a been, been a little minute. So ROH was the last. Uh, non WWE promotion, I cared about it enough to uh, to follow, at least on a semi regular basis. Cam, you uh, following yeah, any I'll, other? I'll some New Japan. I'll some New Japan when I can, but outside of that, there's just not enough hours in the day, man. <laughs> not enough hours in the day. Yeah, and New Japan as well. I mean, last week something there was a big show on. It was on live. A lot of people were watching it, so I think it might have been on. It was an Access show, and I have it. I just don't care. <laughs> that sucks to say. Like, well, what are you doing? You know, and it's what you do. It's really good, but it's just true, right? the time. Huh? Ooh, I got SmackDown on in the background, and I noticed they have the names on the Andre Trophy. Cesaro, Big Show, Corbin. That's cool. I like. Uh, did you notice? Did you notice the vagina on the women's trophy? Oh, with the 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 the, the fallopian tubes. Yes. Yeah, it's the inside of the vagina, and it's like guys. Like, yeah, I did. I mean, they apologize for uh, they apologize for having Moolah on there by taking her off, and then they're like, "Well, here's a vagina." Here's you go. Here's your God. inner lady. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, Kylan, what was your uh, your non wrestling question? And for the TV question, with the astounding return of the polarizing. Roseanne Barr drawing an amazing combined total of 36.3 million viewers last night. Wait a second. Wait a second. I, I just saw that it did 18 million viewers, which is fantastic in its own right. You telling me it did thirty six? Well, oh wait, you said combined. Are you like finagling? Are you gimmicking well, enough, up the numbers, I, Colin? I'm gonna fill that in. They, 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 they. What they, what they did was, ABC ran the first two episodes. The first episode did seventeen point seven million, and the second episode. Got 18 points. 18 points. They did 18 million viewers then. (laughs) 36 million. Like 17 million people left and 18 million new people showed up. I love how, um, uh, yeah, it's how I I knew I sniffed that out. So, okay, they did 18 million viewers. They had a strong return. I'm really interested to see. um, And because they did the two-episode gimmick, uh, I'm interested to see what the, you know, next week, which will be episodes three or three and four. I don't know if they'll continue the, the two episode pattern. Um, uh, it's 
Next week is the week to 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 to, to, to watch for. A single run from here on, but my question is, since the the trend of re Revivals or reboots doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. What do yeah. you think? Was 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 next? Fuller House and those guys like the first like ones three years ago, whenever that was, to like kind of get this nostalgia re, re reboot stuff going? Or am I missing something that came before, that became that came before Girl Meets World and Fuller House and all of them? They seem like those were the two that. Hit, technically, and then people were like, oh, shit. Technically, Girl Meets World was in no- November of 2012. But, okay. But I they mean, didn't get on the air until June 2014. Okay. But I think that's probably where it started, the fact that they – Fuller House did such monster numbers on Netflix. I, I really couldn't believe it. But then, you know, we we have a friend named Josh, and I was like, oh no, I I, I get it now. I I get that where that audience came from. Like totally. Um, I can't believe. I, I don't know how did they not do. Well, I guess with a reboot, you need the same people, and I don't think a Saved by the Bell one would. People would watch it. If they were able to do a Saved by the Bell reboot, people would watch it for sure, at least episode one. But I don't think you can get all those, you know, what's-his-face, the the handsome Latin guy. He's not uh, Slater. He's not doing the... Uh, Ma- Mar- Ma- Mario Lopez is quite busy. I mean, they could yeah. probably do it, but... So, like, <laughs> I'd be a hypocrite if I said that I don't like when old shows come back because, mm-hmm. you know, I spent the last, I don't know, two years raving and ranting and reviewing and dissecting every episode of Dragon Ball Super. And, you know, in my defense, you know, I wasn't there when Dragon Ball started, but technically, it's the first new Dragon Ball series in 18 years. You know, like, but in America, they showed it later, so it hasn't really been that long. Uh, but I don't know. I don't give a shit about reboots. I, no. I I think that, and not you, Kylan, specifically, because you have a specific taste. I think a lot of people like reboots because it takes them back to simpler times, and to me, simpler times means avoiding the things that are actually going on in the world. Um. So I'm, I'm not simpler times means on. you can be problematic and be like, it's simpler times. We were come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of of the whole genre. Um, you know what would come back next? I, I don't know because like the shows I'm thinking about are like black shows, and like I don't want like a Martin reboot because they were twenty somethings. With their whole lives that ahead might, of them trying to make it in the world, that might be I don't want to see them. So. And yeah, but like yeah. I would, I don't think I'd watch it because like who are they now? Like, do I want to see the same immaturity and silliness 
out of those characters, or if those characters grow up and they're not immature and silly, are they still the same characters? Where's the fun? Where's I the joke? Those were that. But that's what hit. Yeah, that's what made exactly. it funny because they were willing to be, you know, Pam and Martin was willing to, you know, be super immature and petty so children, fun. basically. Like I think the Hughleys is a wild, underrated show because of how they treated adulthood. But like, I don't want to see Dio Hughley as a granddad now. Like being the same way, telling the same jokes. Like it's not such a feeling to me. I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, you can't do living single. They just be millionaires. You <laughs> know, like all those because they're going to be millionaires in the same apartment. To That's add, the charm of the show. To add to what you just said, uh, I I believe Queen Latifah told Andy Cohen sometime last year that she had been talking to Fox about trying to bring everybody from that show back. It was just a matter of Getting everybody's schedule. Okay, together. well, well, I, I need to cl- I need to clear something up. Why, uh, I, and I wasn't clear. Why would they be millionaires? Well, because they were all like professionals on the come up. On the verge of success. Yeah, yeah. Like they were all so, like, if, if the, twenty years later they're not there, like, what are we doing? The, it's a tragedy. The cha- this, a I think the whole show would have to change, though. It would have to be like called "Living yeah. Married" or something like that, or "Living Divorce." Like, oh yeah, no, they're all like, single again because they all have failed marriages of various, yeah, of varying like, lengths yeah. and degrees. Like, oh, Khadija, she wait, Khadija was um, was that Queen Latifah or Kim? Uh, Kim Khadija Field. was Queen Latifah. Uh, so Kim Field. Kim- Charmaine or something, or no, I can't remember. Kim Fields. Regine. Huh? Kim Fields Regine. Regine, that's right. So Regine would probably have been married six times since 1996 or whatever yeah. they went off air in 88. You know what I mean? Like, but, oh, and, and Queen Latifah, she's the widow or something like that. Like, they all had these. And I don't think that's as good. That's, like, kind of sad. Like, oh, they're single again. <laughs> in an apartment building together 20 years later. <laughs> I think the reason a lot of these yeah. reboots work is because, like, the, the way that – because these shows were very simple and they weren't super nuanced to where – you can just have, like, DJ have kids and be in the same house. You know what I mean? Like, you can have, like, Roseanne and them was going to be broke white trash forever, so you don't have to alter that. Like, yeah. it lives in the same lot. So, like, I don't know, just anything I feel like I'd be interested in, if there wasn't a progression, I don't think I'd want to watch it. Like, just because I didn't like sitcoms with everybody. When I, when I got introduced to single camera sitcoms, it changed my whole life. Like, when I found The Office, I was just like, oh, like, this is this is the thing I like. This is the thing I want to watch. This is what's interesting. Not okay, so what if they reboot The Office? You know, it hasn't been office. 20 years. You just, but, you, huh? you just keep having people at work. Like, you, you don't reboot The like, but that, Let me tell you why that's different, though. Those people would still be, you know, if, if you're working at a, a $40,000 job a year, a lot of people are going to be there or they're going to be fired. So they'd literally just, you know, be continuing what they're doing, but they can't do it 20 years later because those people will have retired. 
And if they didn't, right. then it's sad. Right. It's Stanley and, uh, or not Stanley. Yeah. It's Stanley and, uh, what's her name? The fat lady, if they're still there. Just because they're the oldest in the the office, it's like, oh, man. They didn't make it past middle management in 18 years, 20 years. Or we'd be absolutely floored that a small paper company still existed. It was 20. 225 or whatever 20 years would be since the uh, debut, you know, 5 to 2025, 2030. Oh shit, a paper company? A, a small town paper company. How quaint. No, everything giant corporations that ain't that don't exist. That was a wasn't that a part of a storyline about them getting bought out and all that? Yeah. And that's why yeah. that's why Parks and Rec had that big time jump. I think time jump like 3 years the next season of their show because they gave you that happy ending, and you don't need to see these characters again, right? I, I don't know. I understand some shows are canceled because of low ratings and people want more out of them. I like I like leaving people. <laughs> I like being done with people and being on to the next thing. That's fun. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, what's what's going to be rebooted next? Um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't have the reference point to tell you. Like I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe friends are going to sit around – um, you know, in that coffee shop with Talking the one black person too, they know. Right? Quirky. Yeah. yeah, be quirky and shit. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to one of these. And thanks, Colin, for the call, as always. Let's get to one of these uh, non-VIP emails. Uh, Jabron, he chimes in uh, from Vegas. What up, fellas? Two questions for y'all this week. Uh, Trav, when I asked about the vault last week, I should have said that it was their where oh the WWE vault that it was their warehouse where they keep all their props that they use over the years like the big blue cage they used back in the day uh, the set that Shawn Michaels threw Marty Jannetty through through the glass uh, just a few examples so you can better understand the question from last week um, about do you think they would ever open a where open the warehouse up to fans. Uh, and would it be profitable to the WWE, meaning making more money? Yeah, I mean, I think I stipulated, I was like, I, maybe he's talking about the, the actual warehouse. And I think we talked about it a little bit. And the, the Mick Foley segment, and he went back there and found a bunch of old old props and an old mask, maybe. Uh, um, I mean, maybe on its own? No. No. Like, come see the WWE warehouse? Like, nah, I'm okay. But if it's a part of a physical WWE Hall of Fame building, oh, absolutely. And I don't mean just yeah. a few knickknacks here and there. I mean the knicks there, like you said, and in and like they showed on the on the on the Mick Foley show, um, Noel knows best or whatever. Um, it would have to be a wide open, like a bit, like the an entire floor just dedicated to WWE props. And WWE uh, gimmicks throughout the years. Like, you would have to have that stage or, or that blue cage set up fully. So you need you would need a space big enough there. Oh, there's just a ring here, and it's no problem. It's not cramping things. It's a ring with a blue cage around it. Or just have the cage set up, like, as a square on the as a display. You don't have to have a ring. But you still need – it still has to be 20 by 20. Um or or whatever. 
so yes, as a part of a physical WWE Hall of Fame building building in Orlando or in I just, I just can't imagine you would put it in Connecticut. <laughs> and, you, and I doubt they would have went up for to try to pay for something in you know New York. So you put it near yeah. tourist stuff in Orlando, where you got your performance center already, and you know you do it that way. If they ever were to make a building, uh, a physical WWE Hall of Fame building, yeah, and you can charge whatever you want, like all those yeah. international fans that only come to you know to America for WrestleMania, boy. Mm-hmm. You charge them whatever you. They already want. paid twenty five um, for twenty five hundred dollar package to like get you know yeah, airfare hotel you know whatever. I'm just pulling twenty five hundred bucks out my ass. You know what? You don't think they're going to spend two hundred fifty more to get inside your your exactly. building with an all access pass to see all the doodads and the VIP section with whatever, whatever. I don't know the meal with you know Bruno Sammartino. I don't know whatever. Hell yeah, they will. But as a second, I want to reiterate, as a standalone idea, no, that's that's it's something neat that if you happen to be in the area, it's fun to do. But nobody's going out of their way to go see a bunch of old props and old sets. And hey, there's the barbershop window. Like, yeah, well, so it's cordoned off. You can't touch it. Can't you know get close? I'm sure you would. Uh, people are going to be trying to steal shards of glass. You know, like, oh, I got the barbershop window glass. <laughs> barbershop um, window glass. I love it. Yep. Put that shit on, on eBay. First off, he goes, let me say, I'm not trying to come off as a new age wrestling fan. Uh-oh. But I'm trying to better understand why Andre the Giant is still to this day a fantasy person. I asked this because I was listening to the show on XM Radio, and they were talking about the documentary. And this dude calls in and says that he would put Andre up there as an iconic figure right next to Muhammad Ali. Uh, To me, what Ali did compared to Andre are are two completely different things and what they meant to the world as well. I can't lie. I almost lost my shit when I heard this, but I didn't – but this did not come from – anyone in their 20s or 30s. I believe the dude said he was in his early 50s. What are your thoughts on this guy and what he said about Andre? We all be checking out the documentary. Uh, I'm looking forward to learn more about him in the upcoming documentary, but I thought but I thought uh, but I thought what this guy said was just crazy. Um Yeah, no that is. It's it's ridiculous. They absolutely what you said. They meant two completely different things. To their individual business, industry, sport, and to the uh, society at, at large. Like, what did Andre change? What did he, what change did he affect? It wasn't an old black person that said that. Like, he did, he just, he was a, he was a big guy that, you know, l- l- loved to live life because he knew he wasn't going to get to live a lot of it. Uh, you yeah. know, he drank a lot. He, you know, got it in with, with with women, I'm sure. And you know, I mean, he didn't have the, he didn't. Ha- maybe he had the platform, but he wasn't gonna fucking up his cake <laughs> trying to take a political or social stance. And I'm not sure it would have resonated. 
if he did? Like, what, uh, what in 1983 could have Andre the Giant on The Tonight Show with David Letterman said? Or, like, it just, no, like, yeah, no, that is crazy. Like, a bad comparison. Because Muhammad Ali meant, like, Muhammad Ali meant something to my life beyond entertainment. So, no, that that's not. I mean, but yeah. that's, And he's not wrong that he's an iconic figure. It's just the second part of that co- uh, co- uh, sentence, right next to Muhammad Ali. That's the absurd part. He's definitely a fucking iconic figure. Still one of the most recognizable faces to people 40 and up or 30 and up or whatever you want to the demo. Um, like, totally. People, everybody knows who Andre is. But or or was, but um, yeah. Let's not. Yeah. Let's not go too far. So and his last question. Um, now that Brian's cleared, how much does his contract coming to an end have to do with them giving the okay to come back? Uh, to what's what's been said, a full time schedule. Could y'all see any way possible that he uh, or WWE did not resign the contract because uh, this has been a headache for both sides in the past few years trying to get Brian cleared, even though it's very clear they made a lot of money together. Well, WWE wants him back. They they want to resign him, of course. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they want to be wrestling out there wrestling. They want him to be wrestling for them. So that's that's not even to me in the question. Will they want him or want to sign him or anything? Yes, absolutely, hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. It's just a matter of will he will he resign? Uh, but what was the first part? Oh, is that why they're pushing him or giving them the go ahead? I mean, we speculated about that uh, plenty the last six twelve months, knowing his contract was up. You know, September eighteenth. We mm-hmm. talked about it when they were setting up all the all-in show. And when we found out it was the beginning of September, it was like, ah, that, that took that off the table. Like, damn, Brian can't show up at that thing. Um, yep. Yeah, Cam, any, any thoughts? I'm right there with you. I, I don't think that him being healthy um, – and being towards the end of a contract makes them want him out there more. I think they just you know, they stand to make a lot of money off the guy. Like, no, just also they, hope it's not. I hope that reporting's off. wrong that he's not coming back for a full time schedule. That that would be absurd. Like, who thought that's mm-hmm. a good idea? Yeah, right there with you. Um, you know they always say it's it's cheaper to keep. Or yeah, it's cheaper to keep an old customer than to sign a new one. Like they have a main eventer right there that they haven't had for them in place. Like instead of going through the process of signing somebody new and grooming them and hope they work out, you have a bona fide number one that just came back into your fold. No, you ride that out, and, and you know now he's healthy. You get everything you can out of him, and you try to get him back. Oh, Regal was uh, somebody, maybe one or two people threw out Regal. I'm watching NXT, and uh, to be Brian's partner. Mm-hmm. He's got issues. Certainly got nah, issues. You know, I I liked it's been a few years, but he's got issues with Sammy or Kevin Owens. Um, and we can kind of be talked into, but that just yeah, that's more 
for us type fans. <laughs> that would be cool. I think most people are really real. That the NXT GM or not even know or know that he's even the NXT GM. Um, yeah, I'm watching too, Rich. Um, all right, yeah, thanks, Brian, for the email. Let's, um, you know what? Since I'm doing emails, let's just bust through this one real quick. Uh, Non-VIP from, uh, crap, he doesn't have his name. I forget. A-Train. I forget his name. Damn. Uh, how are you guys doing this week? Oh, it's Anthony. Anthony in California. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen or discussed this as of yet. But I was wondering if you guys saw the interview done by interviews done by Ronda Rousey on ESPN. Uh, to say it was awkward would be pull, uh, putting it very politely. My question is, do you guys see her inability to put her UFC losses behind her as a potential roadblock to her being successful in WWE? As long as she does these press tours, she'll be asked the tough questions regarding her last two fights. And the more she deflects and, quite frankly, attacks the media... I can see her getting chewed up by the media, whether justly, uh, justly or not. Uh, thanks for all you guys do. Look forward to listening to the show this week on my seven-hour road trip. Where you, uh, well, he's not going to New Orleans because that's more than seven hours from California. Or yeah, from when were you going? Vegas. Um. Who the hell is... Oh, EC3. Nice. I wish I could wear a suit that size. (laughs) Um, Do you you think her UFC stuff is going to keep her... The specific question is, will that keep her from being successful? Will it be a roadblock in her WWE career? I just don't. Not that I don't see it. I certainly could be like just simple psychology. Like, yeah, if it it got to somebody, I could see. But if she's doing WWE full or as full time as she's going to get, I mean, how many times is she going to have to do these press tours? She'll do them at the big shows, so she'll do another one, a new another round. Probably not till summer, till the end of. July and August when she's got a big matchup at SummerSlam, maybe against Charlotte or something. But I don't, I don't, I don't, even if she just deflects and like attacks, whatever. I mean, he ain't going to chew her up. Like, she's savvy enough, even though I think she's a baby about her losses, she's savvy enough not to get chewed up by the media. You know, they're not going to eat her alive, but. I mean, like, that thing that happened on Mike and Mike was like, that was crazy, yo. Like, she was definitely so was weird. already, as soon as she heard something, yeah, as soon as she heard something she wasn't ready for, like, she deflected immediately. So, I just think that's a bump in the road. I think she'll be okay. I don't think or just keep her out of keep her from being, uh, yeah, just don't put her out there like that. But no, I, I think she'll be fine. I don't think her UFC pass will hurt her as long as the matches are good. And, you know, hopefully an aptitude for wrestling. Once she shows that she's any good, like she'll rock from there. She'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Thanks for that, uh, 
Anthony, I see you got a VIP email too. We'll get to that, me and Rich, a little later. And um, let's let's go back to the phone lines. Let's talk to. Let's bring on Willis. I think that's Willis, DC. Hey, Willis, wow. is that you? what's going on? Yeah, what's going on, fellas? What's happening, man? I'm doing all right. I can't complain. New job going great. So I have no complaints. Look at here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I have a question. I noticed that a lot of the wrestlers that used to be on Podcast One, the left, and it's just Stone Cold ever since Wade got on, on the channel. Is there something up with that? Did they get mad that he started being on the channel or something? You think Chris no. Jericho or whoever was doing podcasts with JR is going to fuck up their money because Wade Keller is on the same uh, uh, under the same umbrella? No. Um, podcasts want to start fucking people over. That's why Wade's only doing two shows a, a week now. Oh, see, of, I didn't know what was going on. Everybody's like getting yeah. out of there. Like anybody that can get a clear channel deal or a serious XM deal, they'll do that. Because Podcast One uh, basically built up this, built up an audience, and they, then they, was like, yeah, um, yeah, we provided this platform, so we're taking, you know, we want our cut to increase. And exactly. guys like Chris Jericho are like savvy it. and got. You know, savvy lawyers and agents are like, man, if you don't tell them to go shove that contract up their fucking ass, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, stop it, Podcast One. Oh, <laughs> it's like, it's like when a media, a, a, a social media thing, it's like, you do understand the next big thing is, like, ready to break. And all it takes is Rihanna to be like, hey, I'm on Vin, uh, uh, Vero now. Fuck uh, Snapchat or Instagram or whatever. And everybody's going to, or at least 60 million Earth fans or a good amount of them are going to go, and that might start the people will be fickle and petty. And if you start um, fucking with their money, they can. there's a bunch of other platforms that ain't they don't got to be clear channel. You can go to Blog Talk Radio, I'm sure, and if you got the audience, if you're Chris Jericho or, Jer- or JR, you're going to get de- decent. Uh, <laughs> like I look at the the show, the numbers for this show. It's like, yeah, I can imagine if we were doing, if we had, you know, we're doing a million viewers a month instead of, you know, five ten thousand. Like, the, the, it, yeah, it's just way more. So podcast one got super fucking uh, real scummy real quick, and um, and they pay for it. Because those guys were like, no, nah, yeah. we're out of here. Oh, because, number one, those guys to... don't need it. Like, this is their, like, mm-hmm. hobby that makes them a couple thousand bucks a month probably. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll do a podcast. It'll pay for my new, like, 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 Lance, like Lance Storm. Oh, them royalties for SmackDown versus Raw or, or just bring it or whatever. Pay for my, my remodel my kitchen off that check. You know, so... Yeah, yeah, but as far as the way part goes, no, that's that's silly. <laughs> All right, cool. I I didn't know. I was trying to figure out why everybody was leaving that joint, so I'm glad I got the explanation. So, <laughs> could but, you imagine though? Like, what if that like legit was the reason? Like, we were just fucking dirt sheet yeah. writer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but most of those guys, most of them, Jericho. I assume Jericho. I don't know for sure, but like Jr. and like 
they're cool with Wade. Yeah, they work they with say him. nice things about Wade and go on his shows and stuff. Real quick, going back to uh-huh. earlier, um, real quick, hold up. Uh, so Roseanne did, you know, 18 million viewers. Blackish came on after it l- lost half the audience. But did normal Blackish numbers, did almost 9 million viewers. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm just imagining the people that tuned in for Roseanne, and then afterwards, like. They turned their TV off. You know, Quick. They're like, ugh. <laughs> Turn the channel. <laughs> Matter of fact, they're contemplating next week not watching Roseanne because they don't appreciate the show after it. Why is it called blackish? Mm-hmm. If it was called whitish, that'd be you know, that those those folks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I know y'all going WrestleMania next week. I hope y'all have a ball and don't let no alligators eat y'all and nothing like that. Um mm-hmm. Um, Shit, I hope I'm going to It's only... Oh, well... How do y'all <laughs> feel about the... How do y'all feel about the build to this? Because I'm kind of really indifferent about a lot of the matches because I, you got John I don't Cena know if it's because the last two years were such duds, uh, especially 32 in Dallas. The build to that was just trash. Um... This I'm I'm happy with most things happening on Raw and SmackDown in the last three six weeks. Yeah, like I can, um, yeah, I can yeah, complain but, about the Cena Taker stuff, and you know we did two weeks ago after that first promo. Um, but I'm 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 resigned to it now, so I don't have the the, the my dander up about it. Um, it's 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 fine, like whatever. But everything, most of those matches, the the important stuff, the two women's matches, I'm excited for. Um, I'm even excited for 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 Brock uh, for Brock Reigns, and of course Shinsuke um, AJ. I don't care for too much about the U.S. title match four way now. Um, the IC title match is going to be probably damn friggin' lit. So I, I'm excited. I'm w- definitely more excited, the most excited I've been since the last time they were in New Orleans. I think 31 in, 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 in San Fran um, was was a decent and a decent build, too. But I remember really, really being excited for 30. And now I'm excited for, for 34. So it's been a while, but I'm, 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 I'm with it. If Roman Reigns was in uh-huh. the show... We know how you would feel about the build to to WrestleMania. Oh, I can't wait, y'all! It's, Got my friends coming over. That, <laughs> it's just it's just the fact that I've seen the fucking match already. Shit, we know what it's yeah. gonna I mean, be. Gonna be punch, kick, punch, kick, Superman punch, F five, kick out F five. Wait a second, you act like punch, this. Wait, kick, wait, punch. wait, 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 Willis, come on. The match they had at 31 in in 2015 was, was awesome. fucking awesome. <laughs> was awesome. I ain't care for that punch match. Kick, I did not kick. give a shit what was going on. I did not give well, a shit what was going on until Seth Rollins came reason. out. Then, then call it what it is. Like, that's not that's not the match. That's you. <laughs> you. You don't like them. But that was a very I, I, good match. I would rather see, see AJ and Shane McMahon wrestle again. Instead of seeing fucking Brock wow. and Roman wrestle again, wow! So I, I, you lose I, I so enjoy, much credibility when you say dumb shit like that, Willis. I fucking enjoy. I am fucking enjoy that match more than Undertaker <laughs> and Roman Reigns that year. 
I thought me, I thought that was a better, better wrestle match than uh, that Undertaker and Roman match. I'm sorry, because Roman was gassed for ten minutes in the damn match, couldn't even pick up Undertaker. At oh, Ro- point. wait, Roman Undertaker or Roman Brock? Roman Undertaker. Oh, I, I, my bad. I was, I was getting on you about Roman Brock. No, I didn't know no, you were talking, talking about Roman. Roman I mean, whatever, maybe. I mean, under- <laughs> that match shouldn't even have happened, but whatever. Yeah, but I'm curious, John Cena and Undertaker wrestling, if this is truly Undertaker's last match, what was the point of Shit, last I match? Next week, next year, when Baron Corbin comes out and, like, you know, calls him booby pants and dares him to come, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Man, by the time Undertaker wrestling, he gonna have a fucking oxygen tank on the back, on his damn back, trying to come down the damn ring. That's why they got him doing the American nope. Badass nope. this year. So, about to get, about to get real money. morbid. They're gonna put him in a damn urn and roll his ass to the ring because he's gonna be dead and cremated. They're still gonna bring him to the Spirit of Undertaker is gonna be at WrestleMania 47. That's. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they got him doing American Badass so he don't have to walk down the damn ramp this year. He can ride that shit on his bike. <laughs> I mean, the, the joke is funnier than the fact, but that, but he's the one guy that actually, you know, it does because he it, he it takes him six minutes to get to a normal ring. So when it takes him ten minutes to get down the WrestleMania ramp, nobody's like, oh, look, Undertaker, he lost his step. He's not even – like when Hogan, remember when they built the the ramp right into the ring in on Impact or TNA because Hogan didn't want to have to climb up the steps and look like a fucking old folk. Yeah, I remember shit. that shit. <laughs> down there. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah, so it's not, they're not going that far. But shit, another year or two – you know, I want that man to just go away, get his get his new hips that he so fucking richly deserves. He has them already. Well, he got he his hips on his hips this Yes. How is he wrestling with? <laughs> oh, that's why he that's why he in the ring this year because he had that shit during SummerSlam <laughs> weekend. That's why he was up oh, in New York. Wow. Because he was getting his wait, 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 wait. I know his hips isn't like an organ transplant, hip 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 replacement. But when you get an organ transplant, they don't. There's a reason they don't give alcoholics new livers or heroin addicts new, you know, whatever fails on a fucking heroin addict. Because they're like, no, we can't. Like, this this list is too long, and we can't uh, we can't justify giving it to somebody who's likely going to, uh, you know, like destroy it. He went to New York. So it's like, the doctor's like, are you planning to wrestle again? And the doctor's like, maybe. <laughs> He's like, God damn it, Mark. I'm not going to put these, I'm not going to install these new hips. <laughs> if you could, unless you promise you ain't wrestling. Okay, 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 doc, I ain't wrestling. And then, yeah, his doctor's calling him this week. You better not answer John Cena's challenge. You better not. <laughs> He was, I'll come he back was and up, take, take my hips from you. He, he was up shame. in the 
He was up in the Marvel Studios in the vault and had to go get some antimantium out that joint. That's why he was up in New York, <laughs> so he could get his hips fixed. <laughs> hey, let Shuri hook him up. Oh, you say animated. But still, let's, let's, yeah, Shuri can fuck with some animated. Yeah. Uh, that was some funny shit. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it seemed like this WrestleMania is not really a WrestleMania. It's a multi-man mania because it's like 45 multi-man matches on this shit. This yeah, it's year. like 26. It's like 2000 all over again. God, WrestleMania 2000 and WrestleMania 16 was just mm-hmm. every match. Obviously, Triple the main threat, event that four way elimination. Way. All the tag matches were eliminated. I think there was one singles match, and it might have been, like, Lita versus somebody. It was a women's match, probably. But everything was either triple threat or four-way on that show. But, I mean, you're, yeah. luckily this show is longer because your four top titles are all singles matches. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's good. everything can't be, but they made the four top titles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's... It helps when you have six hours to work with. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that that'll be that, that'll be good. And then John Cena, Undertaker, the match everybody wants to see. It's going to be one on one. So yeah, way to get everybody back on there. Yeah, um, one year too late, but I'm gonna leave that one alone. But who? Uh, one more question before y'all let me go. What match do you think is going actually in the show? A lot of people say they want Daniel Bryan to end the damn show and call it a night. It don't matter what they want. I mean, they can <laughs> I know, right? that all it's they want. Roman How are they going to feel when, when, when Lesnar and Roman Reigns come out there in the middle of the show? Like, no. That's silly. Which one? Travis, which one's the skinny uh, one? Huh? Angelo Dawkins or Montez Ford? Montez Ford is skinny one, right? Yeah. He is acting he got a them, damn uh, fool. Gender Mahal pecs. <laughs> he's trying to yeah right. He's trying to give uh he tried to give Paul Eller in the cup and he slapped the cup. <laughs> Eller wasn't having that shit. I ain't drinking that shit. Is it Eller like super like vegan guy like? Uh, probably he looks like, great. Super, like into, <laughs> he probably is. Like, he looks great. Like, he he's always like shit, juice. Right? Like, is all his all his intake is juice. Like he juices everything. He seems like one of those type of guys. Yeah, I haven't had a drop of alcohol oh, I, in 35 I, years. <laughs> like, yeah, even with these wow. bad knees, I guess still squatting 250. Because, uh, yeah, that, was, that wasn't good. <laughs> Who's about to break <laughs> he up? Sold him out. He tagged out of the match. Well, he tagged him out of the match uh, immediately and then went to go mess with Paul Ellery. Like, why would you – like, that was – not something a good par- a good partner would do. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, and you didn't need it in this match. The AOP should have just beat them straight up. I, that was just like, why are you doing silly shit on the outside of the ring when you know tag that trophy's up for grabs? You know, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, anything else? Oh yeah, and one more thing before I go with Undertaker and John Cena. Um. John Cena was crying about he ain't been in the main event for the last couple of years in WrestleMania. You think they're going to pull the trigger and make Undertaker and John Cena the last match of the show? No. I mean, no. 
You think it was because it was Roman in the match last year? That's why Undertaker was in? Yeah, uh-huh. There's no but, match. If you don't have a match finalized before six days going into the show... Yeah, how does that become the main event? Yeah. <laughs> and and plus, you know, John Cena got a, a movie coming out the same weekend as WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I heard it's yep. pretty damn funny, too. So they might want, they might try to capitalize on that because you know how Vince loves his fucking trying to be in Hollywood. Yeah, but I don't think you have to have him on last to do that. If anything, I think you have him on earlier so that the kids can. Well, no, because this is an adult movie. But yeah, I, I don't think you're going to sell a bunch of network subscriptions because John Cena's in uh, a rated R comedy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just don't think that how he's been portrayed, how we haven't seen Undertaker. I just don't think that's what you close with. But, I mean, it's... What is uh, Willis, I say all that to say, it's still Willis. Like it's, or not Willis. It's still Undertaker, and it's still John Cena. So there's a possibility, but I just think, you know, there's no way you don't close with Roman and Brock because it's dominated so much of your television. And, and thanks for the call, Willis. Appreciate it, as always. Can I say, as a admittedly not not oh my god he got the 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 the, the big boy uh or the 3096 grand andre 301996 grandma uh scar uh head thing from the AT aliens video or from the elevators video <laughs> oh my god what it was when i was 16 looked like a jackass i didn't get one um damn what was i going to say um nobody knows Huh? Oh, Velveteen. That's the man. Shit, he got braids now? Oh, no. He's about to be a main eventer. <laughs> he got braids now? Yeah. We, it's it's set. Oh, I still don't know why there's a North American title. It's still dumb, but whatever. You have four titles on... You have four male titles hour. on a one-hour show. Yeah, but I'm I'm willing to give NXT the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I wouldn't normally. I wouldn't give WWE main roster the benefit of the doubt. They were introducing stuff. So. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I'm not a fashion guy. They showed her again. But what is this trend with the red fucking eyeliner? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Really I just. I don't know not. if it's just like people are like. What do you mean? It's always been a thing. I, maybe I'm just noticing. But uh, Ronda Rousey had it on Monday. It looked horrible. Yeah. Uh, Ruby Riot had it on last night on SmackDown. She actually looked really good in it. Like, oh, okay, they've found a nice middle ground with her look. You know, they they have her done up, but she hasn't lost her you know punkiness and kind of that thing. And then mm-hmm. this interviewer chick, I just think it doesn't work with. Like, I think it worked with with. Uh, Ruby Riot because she's so pale, but Rhonda and this interviewer chick are kind of like you know tan white women, and that that red is just ugh, it's just such a turn off. But again, I'm sure there's guys that are like, ooh, that's hot. So, um, but as we know, women don't wear makeup for for us. That's yeah, but, but they should just do what they want. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Or do 
what I say because I'm the goddamn patriarchy. And you don't give me no lip. Well. Um, oh, um, Whitey, Whitey Nine. Uh, <laughs> that's the only way I can say it. Cause that's what it's, that's YT Nine. Um, I know him from Instagram. He's uh, he's been a fan of the show for years. Uh, he goes, uh, this is Whitey Nine on Instagram. I wanted to send a voicemail, uh, but due to work issues, I haven't been able to watch Raw or SmackDown yet, and I stay away from spoilers uh, from for the live shows. A bit old school like that, but the real reason is I simply I'm simply not up to date. Love the intel. I love the intel after and around the shows when I'm up to speed. Okay, uh, I'll be watching SmackDown whilst he meant to say while um, while listening live via your link. Uh, I hope I, was, I hope to send a voicemail for next week's show. I have a great show, Best YT9. So, yeah, no question, just, uh, just communicating with us. Uh, appreciate it, um, YT. Did you see Lars Sullivan in the gym with that one-armed barbell thing? I don't even know what that has a name. He, he named it, but it was crazy. He's a monster. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Now, don't try that out, please. One arm, I don't know these measurements or what the what the plates are, but what was that? 165 pounds or some shit? I thought it was 135, but still. Okay. One arm on his side, on on the ground, one arm, and he has to get completely up and stand up while he has a 135-pound barbell extended over his head with one fucking arm. And nope. he's like like Joe Rogan and his damn kettlebells. Train for uh, like, don't train for like. Oh, I want to have huge biceps or huge traps or lats. Like train for full body like strength, function functional strength. I should, that's what he calls it. And he he said the same thing in his post. Lars did functional full body functional strength something like that. Man. So, yeah, YT, appreciate the uh, email. Let's head back to the uh, Constellation Lines, talk to somebody else. Let's uh, let's uh, bring 301. I think that's Maryland, but it's not. I don't think that. No, that's not Shahid's that's line. Uh, 301, who's this? from? Hi, this is Clyde. Uh, thank you for the shout-out at the top of the show. Oh, uh, did you like this on Facebook? You're that, Clyde? That's correct. Same one. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, congratulations on landing the new job. I'm sorry? What part of Maryland you in? I'm actually in West Virginia. I used to to work in Maryland, so I got a 301 number. Uh, But I'm across the river uh, in Shepherdstown. Okay. Shepherdstown, West Virginia, if you know where that is. Well, I know if, if... you know, there's, what, six towns in West Virginia and then, you know, caves. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure if I don't know where it is. I kind <laughs> it's of, like a mountain, too, or something. There, we're in the eastern panhandle. We're actually an outer suburb of D.C. I just um, so, got so off the train from, uh, huh? I said, so there is electricity. It's good to know. Some, Jeez. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry. I, I just... 
Uh, no, no, is this I'm like a Maryland it. West Virginia beef or something, Cam, that uh, we're getting exposed to? You know what's funny about it? Like I, I crack on West Virginia. Like my favorite, even though like I, I went to Texas. Like my favorite time in college football was watching Pat White and Steve Clayton. Like just watching them run the read option is just the most fun thing I've ever seen. More fun than Oregon. It's great. So West Virginia gave me my favorite football, but I still got these jokes. My younger brother went to Pittsburgh, went to Duquesne in Pittsburgh, and apparently road trips to West Virginia were like all the rage, especially for during football season and stuff. So he's got he's got a, a special place for for West Virginia that I do not have. So, but yeah, so Clyde, yeah, what's uh, what's up? What's on your mind? I was calling. I went to my first house show for WWE on uh, Sunday. Uh, SmackDown live show in Fairfax, and it was uh, it it had changed a lot. There's a lot more comedy acts than than what I remember from my last one, which easily was probably ninety eight, ninety nine, something like that. Oh man! And, yeah, I remember but I, when I shows in two thousand one. They were just not that they were like hot shot like Raws on with no cameras. Because they would do, I remember watching matches, and they would do the in Trenton like a, at a house show on a Sunday, <laughs> and then watch uh, uh, the acolyte, the APA, have the same exact match that they, like they just practiced their match at that house show, and then went and had that match on Raw, like the same exact match. Uh, but it still was, but they still Ron Simmons in that match danced and stuff, and like shook his ass. I think he might have been tagging with like or. Teaming with or facing too cold or, or, or too cool or something, and at the end of the match, Ron Simmons mm-hmm. is like wiggling his hips and shit. So it, it, it hasn't always been like you know they that is the place where they bring out their uh, where they try things where where people will, will try to get funny things over like hey that worked in Fairfax. Let's, let, you think we can bring it to Raw? And you know Vince will ask the agent how did it really get over in Fairfax? <laughs> like yeah, I mean you know sure. And I'm sure that's probably how it works, but yeah. But go ahead. Uh, right. Well, well, where the best comedy match was was probably the uh, uh, Tyler Breeze against uh, oh, Perfect Ten. Uh, what's his name? Ty Dillinger. Ty, Ty Dillinger. And uh, it was after intermission, so it, it was kind of a good spot for it. And it was, it was, it was. Very much a carnival act, but entertaining. You know, they very much were the clowns with uh, um, Tyler Tyler Breeze running. No, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Fandango running. running. So they did the same thing on what they did on SmackDown, basically, running around the ring. Did they? I have to see. I always – I don't have cable, so I always have to watch it like six weeks later. Yeah, six so, weeks? Yeah. Where well, whenever they put the new, whenever they put the episodes on the network, what is the like? About six weeks, four weeks? Oh, I didn't even know. Oh, wow, that's that's cool. You don't have Hulu, I guess, either. That's how I usually watch. No, no, I'm cheap. I'm a, cool. I'm a cheap mofo. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it, but it was you know it was entertaining. Uh, I was surprised yeah. by um, the opening match. Probably got a lot of opening match. You know, uh, pop, but they really were hot for Bobby Roode. I mean, 
That was probably the second loudest pop of the night. Well, let me ask and, you, how was it after the music went off? Yeah, I mean, throughout the match, the crowd was hot for it. Uh, I, and place, Mahal was doing no a pretty good job healing. But that's a no, place where huh? I think Bobby Roode absolutely better get over. Once he stops getting over and with his just, you know, with his one-dimensional gimmick, that's a place where I would expect it to get over. Once it starts, not, uh, stops getting over in places like Fairfax and, and and smaller and Midwestern towns where it's like, hey, hey we, we, we just want to cheer and we love the song. You know, it's not a ton of super smart, discerning, uh, smarty, not smart like they're dumb, mm-hmm. but super wrestling smart fans, they're just pretty more casual and shit, I'm sure. Uh, you know, you can tell that it's just not working in the big, bigger markets. But it's not surprising to hear that in Fairfax on a house show, which is definitely going to be more families and kids. Uh, than our, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of families from um, D.C. and um, Northern Virginia yeah. who were there. Uh, it was like, yeah, you know, I mean, I got to tell you, the kids, the kids were so popping; they were totally into it, like. It's like ten year old boy was there with this church group and Jimmy Uso's getting getting, you know, he put on him and getting the beat down and uh the kid was yelling, Get up, Jimmy, I believe in you And it's like Yeah, yeah, Damn, can oh, I adopt you? <laughs> you know. I took my daughters and girlfriends and they were good sports but they uh um uh, they were giving me grief because every time those kids started to chant, I joined right in with them. <laughs> so at least yeah, you were, were like the scumbag heel fan, like going against the kids. No, <laughs> Just the, ruining their the kids kind of. They were they were cheering for Baron Corbin. It kind of like oh, what the hell? You know, you guys want to go outside and settle this? Come on. What the hell? Hey, oh, no, Fairfax, Virginia. Got to be careful, Virginia. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's a that's a suburb of D.C., so, yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, they were totally healing on – they on uh, they were totally cheering for Baron Corbin for some reason. Even wanted to start a USA chant. and was like, really? Who was he facing? <laughs> Not General Hall? He's the bad guy. I'm sorry? Was he facing Jinder Mahal? No, no, he was facing uh, Nakamura. Oh, okay. I'm not just uh, like, okay, a foreigner. Wait, wait a... Yeah. What? What is wrong with yeah. these children? That was the kids. That was the kids. And then uh, uh, you've probably cool seen this shit. where you uh, for Kevin... Corbin and his I know. pushback hairline and his crappy gear? And not the and, like and, guy that comes out there and like is super cool and 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 and, and demonstrative and super full of charisma, Baron Corbin. Yeah. It, it was the it was the under twelve said it with everybody else. Nakamura uh, seemed to have him in the corner. That sure. was the one okay. where you heard a lot of those smarts marking out and uh, yeah, doing the yeah. chants. You could hear the change in the in the tenor of the of the chanting. Um, yeah, the decibels got a little lower. Yeah, I was, I, I was kind of hoping to see. Um, I, I, I was, I knew it was unlikely, but I was kind of hoping to see Daniel Bryan would be there, kind of like warming up, wanting to you know get the ring rust off, 
at mm. some, you know, small house show. Yeah, but that's going to get out you know, on, you know, as far as like the internet, people going to people going to upload that and and the, they're smart. If, you know, they want they want the first bump people to see Brian take, they want them they want you to pay for that. And that's I know. I could dream though. How, how uh, Charlotte was But him not being there to like cut a promo, you could be disappointed, but you could also be like, well, maybe we should just let him go home and be with his family and not fly to fucking Virginia on a random house show just to show up and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Brian and I'm here, everybody. Thank you. Have a good show. <laughs> and and like, Clyde, when did you, when did you uh-huh. say the house show was? Uh, it was at the Eagle Bank Arena in Fairfax. Oh, no, uh, when? I'm sorry. Oh, Sunday. Sunday night. Oh. So, right, so it's you know, fresh off the beat there. Charlotte has that emergency really selling that to you. Well, yeah, I mean, he was saying Charlotte, too. I think she, she yeah, had Charlotte was, surgery. Charlotte right was not there, and I kind of was surprised. I didn't know if she doesn't do the house shows, small house shows, or if she, no, she, if she was having and her nobody, health issues. Nobody, uh, even the big stars don't. Lesnar right gets now. to. Like she had emergency nah. dental surgery, so it's just like she wasn't on TV this week either because of that. Was it, it a, it's a dental wrestling thing, Pam? Did she get kicked in the face no, or something no, like that, or was it, it just something in her personal? It's just something that built up. Um, just something they found, and so she had surgery this week. But she's supposed to be, you know, fine. It's supposed to be a quick thing, but something they did have to take care of. Yeah. W- what was the surgery again? I missed it. A dental surgery. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I had seen that, but I was wondering why why she would need emergency surgery. Oh, going back to your conversation about Shane earlier, Um I actually had a strangulated umbilical hernia, which is the type he has. I had that uh, last summer, and it was easily a, a good six weeks of recovery before, you know, I could, you know, I could walk and stuff. But, you know, having those internal stitches, that's nothing to play around with. I just don't see yeah, how he's going to be able to do WrestleMania. Those injuries to your core, like either your stomach or back, that's like right in the middle of your body. They, they even when you have a leg injury, you can hobble around on a bad knee. But like right. you said, with a stomach, with you, I've never had that kind that, of, a, of an issue. That's that's not like I, broken I ribs or abdominal ribs muscles. And you tough it out. Yeah, yeah I, I pulled. Yes, yes, that kind of thing. And it's still, it sucks. <laughs> like I pulled an abdominal muscle, like you know, as, as a teenager in my twenties or something. And like for weeks, it's right. Like, and they you cut know, through your abdominal muscles. Be careful because you don't want to reach too far or, or 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 you know, swatted a fly or something in a way that oh fuck. Now read. Now I'm feeling worse than I. You know that kind of thing. So yeah, it's, it's no joke having those injuries in the middle of your body, back, front. Ugh. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, 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 you're on it. But anyway, I just called to give you the house show results. It was pretty fun, and uh, uh, I'm hoping to go see Mick Foley on Saturday at a Maryland show in Hagerstown. He's going to do he's an doing, autograph. He's doing his comedy stuff or his, uh, like, one-man shows? No, it's just a, it's just his appearance, doing um, oh, signings me. and photos. Okay. Um. Uh, but you know he's he's always been one of my favorites, and you know it's one of those things. You know, neither he or I are getting much younger. We're actually, I think, the same age. So, if the opportunity presents where he's that close, I want to go see him. 
Anyway, uh, I always enjoy the show. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, man. Hey, don't be a stranger. Call us back sometime, email us, send us a voicemail. Um, But, yeah, don't be a stranger. Well, normally I always downloaded the show, uh, but then uh, started a new schedule with, you know, I just recently started a new job, too. And uh, I've taken the train from D.C. It's kind of like I just set my calendar and I said I'm going to call in and listen for, you know, the length of the show, length of the ride, and then call in later. Cool. So. We appreciate it. Absolutely, we do. Yeah. yeah, thanks a lot. Absolutely. Talk to you, man. Bye. All right. It was Clyde from Virginia. Let's, uh, in the last 15 minutes or so of the show, let's uh, bust out these last few calls. Uh, we've got a Skype or an international, 1111. I'm going to assume it's Craig. Uh, what up, Craig? What up? What's going on? Not too much, man. What's up, man? I'm excited to talk how, to you. How are man. you? How are things? I usually don't get the opportunity. What? Don't be a smart ass, Craig. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 you know, just some people I'm, are just, you know, weak, weak, weak-willed. <laughs> you know, some people don't, don't, don't care don't about their fan base That's as much true. as other hosts. Do. You know, it's just how things work out. You, you you don't have a stamina to go past fifteen minutes or fifty seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. You could have. Wow. If they could start a support group for people who said that about me. <laughs> oh, it was, it was really uh, ironic man. when your phone cut off exactly at fifty seven minutes today. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was. I, like, I looked at my. I looked at my clock. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I know. Got to stay off schedule, man. Got to keep us on our toes. So, yeah, so what's on your mind, Craig? I'm kind of depressed. I had to cancel my uh, um, New Japan subscription today. I just can't mm. – I, 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 I don't have the time. And all yeah. these yeah. people keep I, – I listen to keep telling me about new shows that I got to watch, and I'm like, man, I got so many shows. I can't handle yeah. any more TV. I'm already a fat fuck. I don't need to be – sitting around watching more and more TV. And I'm like, how do these people watch all this wrestling and then all these shows and movies and stuff? It's like, damn. And then the, they have lives, too. Yeah. Like, I, I, I realize that I'm not, like, whenever I think I'm progressing or I'm doing okay, I realize that, like, Rich and our buddy Steve and Shahid, like, they have actual spouses and families and big important jobs and responsibilities, and they manage to like take in all Carve out time to do podcasts. Well, Rich's case, multiple podcasts, right? For multiple, yeah. <laughs> you know, websites, international oh, websites and shit. And and he still got to do his, lot. you know, you know, undercover Russian spy and stuff. That you know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> my time's up. It's heavy, man. <laughs> it really is. Well, he. I don't think he sleeps. And and I stopped giving him yeah. so much crap for falling asleep during the during well, the uh, I wanted to say he sleeps during VIP. Because he that's must only sure. get like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> he must only sleep like three hours a day. That's so much stuff he does. But no, I I'm kind of pissed because <clears throat> like I was really want after the G1 last year. I wanted to get into New Japan and start watching all the time. And it's just there's so much stuff going on. I like ROH too. And 
so I had, and anyway, I had to cancel, but I'm going to pick it back up around the G1 and just hope I find, you know, I'll, I'll get that re- rich sleep schedule going on and try to. So watch was it more. just like, this is, uh, uh, I don't know how much it is. What is it? 10, 12 bucks a month, I assume, something like that. It's 10 bucks. Yeah. So it was just like, I don't use this. I can't justify uh, spending this $10 or was it, I could really use this $10 for something else. Or, or combination of both. No, no. It's more the fact that I got, I got so behind. Like it's the time, right? right. right. The it's not that you can't afford it. So it's like, no, I, can't, I want to be, you know, I got the 10 bucks a month. I just, yeah, no, that's what I was getting at. And, I figured it was more and I just, switched. I can't get time for shit. And I switched to Sling, and Sling has access. So yeah. I have, like, you know, the, you know the, the shows they put on there. And so, if I need to, I can go there. But it's like I'm even behind which, on that. Which package do you have? Uh, the like thirty bucks with a DVR, so it's like thirty-five bucks. Okay. Uh, I just got so you it. Have the I middle. PlayStation. The middle I'm not exactly one. Exactly sure. It's whatever. Whatever yeah, the one okay, that has mine's like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, mine's like twenty-seven bucks a month after taxes. So I think twenty-five, or I don't think it's twenty, and it's seven dollars in taxes. Um, but for the for a year, I was paying for the top one, and I was paying fifteen dollars. I was paying forty bucks a month. Well, fifteen of that was just for ESPN, and I was like, Yeah, no, I don't. I don't, I don't like, have I'm the so ESPN part these days that I want to watch highlights and shit of other teams. Um, like no, I do not need ESPN at all. And then I just Brodied uh, I got some- Brodied Rich's uh, ESPN code, so I just watch it one different if I want. So. That's that's what I was about to say. That's what I did with my sister. So I got the watch right. ESPN app, and I got our like NBC Sports, and you know. Yep. Rich and them, but they about uh, to get a, a statement like you have. <laughs> Twelve devices in Austin, Texas, connected to your account. <laughs> or not twelve devices, That's but not... twelve like you know different. <laughs> I got. I had to read. Well, back uh, in the day, uh, 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 I went on Stars and was like, "Let me see if Cam shit still working." Went on Stars. Yep. <laughs> so I gotta. I'm. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm wet, not coagulating. I'm aggregating all my codes and. Passwords and yeah, that's how I get by. I used to give out my Hulu password like it didn't even matter. So like eight people were connected to my Hulu at once. Okay, this one's gonna work. <laughs> uh, Hulu sending you messages um, like, "Yo, fam, like come on, we real, we 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 work with y'all, but come on, <laughs> you just disrespecting us flat out right here. now." <laughs> hey man, I could be downloading torrent still, so be happy. I gave you ten bucks. We're supposed to think you're not. Oh no, twelve but... bucks because I got the commercials free. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Craig. The one thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was the uh, the whole Undertaker thing. Um, I, I really don't want him to be there, but I, it's beyond, you know, 
It's going to happen. Yeah. So might as well just deal with it. But um, the the whole American badass versus the dead man thing, do you think that he would, like, the, the, like would it be prudent for him if it was your decision as him to come back as that character to transition into a character that can be more involved in the WWE product outside of the ring because he's he's always one of them locker room leader kind of guys and and he he'll he's always behind the scenes and now he's been on the network out of character and, and some so yeah. it, it might be easier for him to be in that kind of position as an as, ambassador yeah, as a more reality based character. Badass. No, totally. Right. I don't see him in any gimmick being super involved or involved any. I mean, an interview for the network for a specific topic. Sure, but I don't see him having any major or even minor roles like in the company, like to be a presence there or or any of that kind of stuff. I think he's like, I'm done wrestling. I'm going home, and that's it. Like, it's all to you it. You think that's what he wants? Okay, can you come in and do this anymore? thing? Can you, can you fly to Stanford and do it? Like, no. Okay, well, we'll send a crew out to your house, like, no, nah, I don't want all those people at my house, like, nah, 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 it's, it's fine, get somebody, you know, somebody else will do it, so, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I think once Undertaker's done, he's done, you just have to see him on Michelle McCool's Instagram, and that's how, how people will, <laughs> will see him, like, it's been the last five years since, since social media's kind of really taken over, and you can't stay away from it, even if I, I got... Even if you're a guy like The Undertaker, who's super, pretty private. I don't know, super private, but he's pretty private. But he's got a wife who's socially uh, active and, and you know, social media uh, savvy, or at least active. I don't know, maybe she's not savvy. So he's probably just like, mm-hmm. I've resigned to, well, people will see me out of, with my gray beard and out of gimmick, maybe looking kind of bad at times. Uh, but whatever, so be it. Woo, that German suplex. Damn. But you don't think he'd want to keep his options open by being that character and not relying on the dead man thing? I mean, if I'm him, I don't think there's much much impact if he turns back to the dead man. Or to America. You hear about him, you know, he lives here where we are. And, like, you know, he's, he's, public, but he's not always out in the mix. Like, he does his thing with his church group and rides his bike and seems to have always been content with that. Like, you don't hear anything else about him. Like, I, I don't... He's never really given the information that he wants to be more involved. So, yeah, I just think, like, like the good, um, you know, like the good cowboy that he is when it's time and when them checks stop coming, they'll just kind of fade away. They'll ride off into the sunset. So, I'm like, as far as being like a public figure and ambassador, because he's never really shown the desire to do that, I don't think that's really a problem. Locker room leader by default because he was there every week and he didn't take no shit. And, you know, he got the reputation of being a locker room leader. But it's not something he set out to do, I, I don't think. And it's not something I don't think that he's like in any kind of hurry to get back to or to want to be anybody's mentor with a bunch of guys he doesn't know. He don't know them guys. You know John Cena and Triple H. Joe Benjamin. You know, like, but he don't know none of these motherfuckers on the roster. 
John, John Cena, Shelton Benjamin, and Triple H. That's hilarious. Right? Like, is there anybody else? Like, even like a guy like Sheamus who came in in 09, you know, almost 10 years ago. Taker was already on his, uh... Yeah, yeah, met him, shook the guy's hand. Cool. You know, said, nice to meet you, or whatever, but, you know, (laughs) that's about it. He asked my advice on his hair once. You know, I could imagine Sheamus, like, hey, I, I, uh... I trust you as a as a veteran. How do you like this new look? Or I'm thinking about a mohawk. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It was awkward so. on that uh, WrestleMania documentary from WrestleMania 33 when Kurt Angle came back, came up to him, and uh, he's Arnold like, oh, Goldberg. Goldberg came up to him and and shook his hand and. They just looked like they had nothing to talk about, but they were only there because the cameras were rolling. And like, oh, yeah. Who was this, Goldberg and Taker? Yeah, it, on that WrestleMania, the 24 special, the WrestleMania 33 one. I mean, again. They acted like they did for like took, a second I mean, thing to talk about. <laughs> Goldberg had his run from 03 to 04. Undertaker was on SmackDown doing his... Oh, no, he was on Raw because he beat Jeff Hardy on Raw. Um, and again, I, he's more of his cont- Undertaker's contemporary, but he's probably like, oh, no, no fucking Goldberg. <laughs> like, yeah, we the same age, but I don't know this motherfucker. <laughs> so to think about going to back to a thing... And then you have, and then you're gonna have this reputation, and the, he, these young guys they're probably gonna want to try him. Like, I don't know this motherfucker locker room reputation leader or locker room leader my ass. I'm a vet. I've been around. You know, whatever. I could just I'm at him. And he probably don't want. You think that him. happens with the younger guys now, with with like Road Dog and all them shits back there? Do you think the younger guys are like? more keen to listen to them, or do you think they have that kind of attitude? I think the young guys are are, are keen to listen, listen to anyone who they think can advance their career. Uh-huh. You don't think there's any kind of ego or attitude? Of course. Everything's tinged with ego and attitude. It's just a matter of uh, how, how forward they are with their feelings and attitude and all that kind of stuff. Oh, shit! Ricochet! I'll see you at takeover. I'm going to let you guys get the last calls. All right, Craig. Good stuff, man. We'll talk to you. All right. Let's uh, let's get to our last caller. Uh, Let's go to Darrell in Georgia. Thanks for hanging in there, Darrell. Uh, What's going on? What up? How you doing today, Trav? How you doing today, Cameron? Been two weeks since I last heard from you, brother. It's been a minute, man. Hey, hold up, really, really quick. Yo, Ricochet finally came home, man. He's definitely going to win the uh, championship match. Finally came home. Sure. He's home now. No, he came home. He stayed in here finally because that hairline was gone. <laughs> I'm not giving him hell for the hairline. 
We're sending hey, man. The, the LeBron. Man, LeBron got to come home on the offseason, man. Especially if he comes somewhere LeBron, like LeBron. They're going to fuck up his shit. Yo, excuse my after language. Watching that up six, his. After watching 60 Minutes, because I wanted to see the Stormy Daniels interview Sunday, I watched a segment they did on uh, a top, a top, a, at a ten to Pepo, <laughs> the Greek freak. I pronounced the shit out of it Sunday and was like, well, I don't see why, what the problem is. Why can't nobody pronounce his name? And I just called him Adidapo-Tenil. So um, I'm like, all right, he ain't going to stay in Milwaukee forever. <laughs> like, I will, I cannot wait to see that man in red, white, and blue stars. Like, I don't even want LeBron no more. Yeah. He's like, nah, we need him and him down in the block. That's that's. That's dynasty, and then folks came back dropping, dropping ten seven and two or some shit in fourteen minutes. I think I bet you did have a lot of pin up, hear, um, pin up, uh, playing uh, reckless. Pin up aggression and shit. Yeah. <laughs> they played a Man, fucking triple playing reckless. Fifteen months of some shit. So, but yeah, and I need yeah. that. I need I need the Greek freak, man. Oh, oh, also with the Greek freak, I love how Greeks love him now. Like they and he didn't. They didn't get into that in the interview. I wish they did. Like, oh yeah, they love me. Oh, I was all kinds of whatever the Greek word for nigger and shit is. I was all kinds of names and shit growing up. Now I'm a fucking millionaire and put Greece on the map and everybody know who I am. And I come home and there are all these fucking white people, Greeks and shit, all ah, what the top of the You know, fuck out of I can't imagine what that's like. Like growing up Nigerian. In Greece, you born in Greece, but your parents Nigerian. Like, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you're 20 and basketball phenom. God, anyway, yeah, I just want to live this yeah, life with playing all kinds of telling people fuck you and suck my dick and all kinds of shit. <laughs> like this Greek chick I know, Tina, that I went to uh, middle school with, and our friends are on Facebook. She had posted something like that, like, yeah, Greece, Greek pride, and, you know, and I wanted to say something like super snarky, like, did you guys appreciate him when he was growing up Nigerian in your country, you know, whatever, like, you think that was, you think, how do you think he, he was treated then, but I didn't want no smoke, and she never did nothing to me, so. Anyway. Well, Embiid is out now, man, because he got a, um, he got knocked in the head because your boy folks out there playing reckless and um, took him out. So, oh, I'm actually he got a concussion. <laughs> like, oh, he got a concussion, CTE? Oh, good. It wasn't his foot or his legs. Phew. Wow. <laughs> he got oh, some facial contusion. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I'm just thinking about the long term. Every time, because he do it like <laughs> eight times a game, Every time foot uh, folds, fold. Every time Embiid hit the floor, I'm like, come on, get up, get up, get up. Whew, he's up, he's up. He's running. No limp. Good, good. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll maybe have something. Finally again. So, that's a good thing, I guess. Wait, what? I said, y'all maybe have something again, so I guess that's a good thing. Oh. Your Sixers? Yeah, no, no. It's, we're, 
our trajectory is, you know, it's it's going up. I mean, you got seven straight. I mean, somebody put that stat up when we got our 39th win. It was like, yeah, between like 2010 and 2016 or 2012, they got 39 wins total. <laughs> this year, 39 wins. Like, wow. Wow, that put, puts things in pers- into perspective. Because you're like, shit, we're still sixth, seventh in the in the East or whatever. It would be nice if we had, you know, 45 wins. Like, no, 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 no. Can't get, can't get greedy. That's next year. You got to work your way up nice and slow. Nice and slow. Yeah. Once we surprise them. Once oh, we make it to the conference uh, final. Spurs. And, and, and this year. And, and we're not going to come... We ain't gonna be no surprise next year. Yeah, I said it. We getting to the conference. I ain't say we was gonna win. But y'all have to run through um Boston. Y'all have to run through Boston. They hurt right now, so you can beat them, Kyrie. Going back to the Kyrie before LeBron, stay hurt. So. See, it's simple. See, he he said my injury. If we lived on a if we lived on a globe, the gravity would make my injuries heal faster. That proves that the plane we live on is flat. Not a bullshit. Science. What you mean? This is Kyrie Irving. The mathematics. What kind of ignoramus shit is that? I kicked that nigga out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> on the highway. On the highway <laughs> as we drive. Get out. <laughs> oh, like that's like Davis. <laughs> I like Amish. Like Ha Ha Davis be saying, Big fella, you better get out of here or I'm finna get the blast. <laughs> uh. But yeah, man, um, I got two outside of the um, questions. Um, I don't know how in tune, because y'all haven't spoke about comics in a while. I don't know how in tune y'all are to the comic book world. But I got yeah. a question. How do you guys feel about Dark Side becoming a good guy and now becoming part of the Justice League? Okay, so I haven't read Mr. Miracle 7 yet. Um, does it have to do, did something come out of that? No, this is part of the okay. um because of because that's this, my only transition my to only... um the new heroes. Initial, initial. Yeah, that's the only thing it I know about Dark Knight. Um, Dark Knight. So I can't. I'm, I'm not qualified to. Yeah, this coming out yeah, by um, the Batman Metal. Much. Okay, I got you. Is uh now this doesn't have anything to do with with. With uh, what's her face? She's gonna she's gonna do Vernie. She's the, she's gonna be directing like a show or a move a New Gods movie. I don't it's remember. The New Gods movie. No, it's I a movie. Know okay. I know they're making one. Yeah, the movies typically run off of you know whatever the comics were doing fifteen years ago, which is fine, which is the stuff that people sure. know. But no, it's it him doing that in the comics. I don't think I have any bearing. Like he's still waiting to be the big bad. In, in Justice League, so by the time she touches it, it'll be well before they get into any type of alteration of the character that's significant, like like stamps, stuff like that. Did you do you read Mister Miracle, uh, Darrell? 
No, I don't uh, read Mr. Miracle, um, his specific comic, but I read the one, I think it's called, um, I'm about to read the one that um, he part of the team with Plastic Man. The Terrifics? Yeah, the Terrifics. Yeah, like, so my DC knowledge um, is super, super lame and I don't know. I don't have a lot of got them of like the Fantastic Four on there. And he like one of the leaders, him and um, Plastic Man, and it's two other people with them. And right now they stuck in the middle of another universe. They're trying to get out. Hmm. Pretty tight. And your boy had a lot of um. He had a big role in the um dark um dark night um the dark metal um events that just ended yesterday. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you'll pick up that and go check it back out, but you know, yeah, he had a big role up in there. Alright. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Darkseid. Or, you know, I mean, he's a bad guy, but, you know, I, man, they built him up uh, so, I mean, that first issue of Mr. Miracle was like, what is this Darkseid is? What is going on? Yeah, like, especially for me, knowing, having no reference point, no frame of reference or anything like that. It's like, wow, this guy means business. That's all I fucking knew. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. I just think right. he's going yeah, to be so what's your very interesting. Yeah, two. Okay. okay. Now, my second thing is, um, this might be something that you know about, um, Travis. Um, going to Marvel. How are you liking it so far that they bring it back all the old characters like Tony Stark and and things with the two stories they got with him where he they're trying to find his body and I right. guess the yeah. end of um Well I'm super far behind. Doom I'm about version. three months behind in everything at least. Um I got a stack of comics that I that from the last two or three months that I still haven't read. I got about a month worth at the store. That I, that I that I haven't gone to buy yet because it's just been a poor bastard. Um, so last thing I I remember reading uh, one of the last reread books. I don't remember what was happening. They were trying to take the corporate. They were trying to take over the Stark Co or whatever it's called, um, Stark Industries, and to trying to take it from you know Tony's mom and whole operation they had with how they had the, the women running the thing. So, uh, beyond that, I don't I don't know what's going on with the search for Tony's body. Okay, okay. Now, um, what are these things? Well, since I don't have to work till the 10th, uh, I'll be sitting around until get the job that I just got to start till the 10th. Um, so maybe in that time I'll just be sitting around lazy and collecting unemployment. So maybe I'll just <laughs> read some damn comic books. Finally. Oh man, you can't be collecting unemployment um, like that, man. When you finna get start back working again, your president wouldn't what like that. Man, uh, kind of shit is that? Oh, I'm supposed to just miss two paychecks? That's what the wave is. Like, yeah, be just tough, tough this two weeks out. I don't need to eat. Who needs gas? <laughs> what do you mean? 
did not, not going to lie. Did I pay? Did, that, I, did I put in unemployment insurance? Did I pay that on every check? Yeah. What the fuck is the unemployment there for? If it ain't for with you two weeks between jobs, hey, here's. Shut up, Darrell. <laughs> I'm explaining my life choice. Nah, that's <laughs> sure, we're explaining it. That's hilarious. Uh, so, yeah. So is that it? Did we uh, hit everything? I don't want to rush you, but those um, those those um the two questions um, hey Cam yeah. um. One question for you um, that's not wrestling related. You just got finished watching Super. Okay. Um, do you revise your MVP? And who in wrestling would be these um, these four characters? Who would be Vegeta? Who would be Goku? Who would be Frieza? And who would be 17? I don't know who got the most illegitimate kids in wrestling, so I don't know who would be Goku. Um <laughs> Seventeen. Slander, God, slander. Ric Flair would definitely be Goku because he's the greatest of all time and was a terrible father for most of his life. So that, that's easy. Um, slander, so, slander. I, I mean, it's fact. I wish you, you Ric Flair was a good dad. Ric Flair will tell you Ric Flair was a trans dad. Ric Flair just spent more time with Amigos than he ever did with David. Okay. Oh my boy. God. So, and that and that awful that, Puerto Rican uh, guy that had that terrible, terrible song that he was in. Awful Puerto Rican guy. Um, but no, uh, I mean, I, I, I really think Seventeen is like the best character now because of how they treated him. Like, just to have him be callous and uncaring but still really strong, but then to ultimately show that he is a caring guy and put other things aside. Like, it was really good. Um just the way they told their story was really smart. Um, who would be Vegeta? Like, who's always trying to be... Who in wrestling is is almost as good as everybody but could never quite be the very... I mean, probably Triple H, if we're being real. Triple H is, is about as good as everybody, except he's never... He's always told you how good he is, and you realize that he's very good but there are always things that stop him from being the very best. He also does seem to have a very strong dedication to his family. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, I mean, those are the two I can think of offhand. I, I don't know who would be the other characters, but I think, yeah, I think, I think 17 is probably the best character. Um, I, I think the way they told, like, Gohan's story to where he still has, he could have been the very best, but he had other focuses, but can still come through in the clutch for his family. Like, it's just, uh, a lot of people don't like a lot of things about Super, but I, I do think it's it's very mature in, in how they dealt with the characters. And it was uh, it was good. And, uh, again, like I told you, you're, we have a, a very different opinion on who was the best antagonist in the series. Uh, but I, I still think yours was very good. I just think that when you can tell a story that's not about who's the strongest, um, in a show that's based on that, I, I think that's that's really really good storytelling. Yeah, I get you with that too. I just say when you rushed at the end, that's what you know. And I tell it like this: WWE try to rush stories at the end, and you be left unsatisfied. So to be rushed at the end and still get people over 
on the guy's character, who he is, and tell his story with a half a show is is pretty pretty decent. And you're being rushed to hurry up and end the series so y'all can have a break. That is very cool. So that's why I was saying he's the best. And plus, you've never seen a guy like him if you go and you check the history. It's like you get a, a wrestler you've never seen before in WWE, and uh, <laughs> and then they tell you his story in one the the Monday night before um, WrestleMania, and and that draws everybody in to tune it all in oh, yeah. to wrestling. <laughs> Right there with you, they did, um, even though it was kind of a tight finish, they definitely like, showed some stuff really good there at the end that, uh, yeah, it's just good. It's just really good. Um, I, I think it's crazy that it's been, like, the amount of time that it's been, that all this kind of happened since 2015 and followed every episode. Now I want to go back and watch them all in English to see the effect. Uh, yeah, it's really good. Yep, yep. Hope Trav can get into it. Not holding my breath, but I hope I wish he would get into he'll, it. No, he'll find it. He'll find it in 2025 and say, "Why do you guys tell me about this?" And by then, like, we'll have kids who can punch him for us. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. My 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 firstborn will be like, "This is classic show that uh, that I like," and I'll just yeah. Oh, I was on that back in the day. I know my Vegetas and those guys. Terrible. Yep. But before I let you, before I let y'all go, man, y'all haven't said um, one part in time. This week for me has been a great week because of the episode with Super. You had I had two people who you never thought fight with each other in Frieza and Goku, and also with um, the end of Dark Knight Metal, um, I had two characters who you never thought fight with each other, and that was Batman and Joker fighting side by side for the same cause. So that was um, special to me also. Uh, Batman Telltale series. That are, I've seen that. Well, that's different. You know what I'm saying? They playing off totally two different things of itself. <laughs> and Making Joker's not Joker. Stores, but you know, see it in the company. You know, yeah. He's uh, the teaser big dad in, 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 in the next version. And he getting two stories. He can be a vigilante. Or he can be the Joker. So <laughs> he he named after a Rick Ross uh, uh, song, John Doe. But oh shit, going back I just, to this, I just... yeah. Uh, go ahead, Trap. My bad. Oh okay, and since I just played the song, I wanted from two weeks ago episode. Did y'all see? I know Cam did. Did you see Atlanta from third, last week, uh, Darrell? Yes, I did. Don't miss it. I think that was the best episode that they have done so far. And that's saying a lot because a lot of episodes have been great. Because last week, the strip club episode and the money, you know, everybody was trying to uh, get in her pocket. I wasn't a big fan of that episode. I was like, oh, man, what a – to me, it was a bit of a dud. Like, it was saved at the end with the Mike Vick foot race. Like, that was so good. But um, but as a whole, it was just I, I I just couldn't really get into that episode. But last week was so phenomenal with just Van and Earn, no uh, other main characters. I thought that I thought that this, 
I said, oh, Jordan, I am in awe of this story talent, man. Like, the relation, the scene with Vanessa and her friend about, you know, how she in high school hung out with the white crowd and Vanessa went to all the black parties and stuff. Oh, my God, that was such a good scene. It was so intense and low, but low-key at the same time and then got interrupted so it didn't get the finish. So you're like, oh, they still got shit to, you know, like I can't wait till they, they, they deal with this fully. So good, so good, so good. If you're not watching Atlanta, you are absolutely missing out on one of the most well-told stories on television right now. Period. And should we be disrespected? Should be disrespected? That they um buddy was trying to holler at his his girl in uh, whatever language they were speaking, right there in front of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were speaking German. It wasn't like they were speaking some exotic, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Micronesian language. I, I don't care. Um, you holler at my chick. It's a, it whatever language. Then I gotta chop you in the back of the neck. He ain't know. He knew, but he ain't know. He couldn't be sure, but he knew. Aaron fucking knew. Um. That episode made me go back and forth. Why I think it was so good is because every other scene, I hated the other character. Then I flipped. Oh, no, no. Like, I was hating Vanessa for the first few minutes. Like, why is she tra- She know he don't fuck with this. He's going to be uncomfortable. Why would you? You know his personality. Why would you put him in a situation like that? But also, to like, be such a total bitch about it. Like, fam, you can't pretend for your, for your woman? For your, you know, whatever. And then the relationship stuff. What are we, or whatever the question she asked him? Like, oh, it, I, I, this feels like a trap. Like, I'm right there with you, Ern, but you, you put yourself in this trap, man. Oh, so good, it was so good, it's so good. So I just, yeah, went to end the, in the, didn't want to end the show before without uh, acknowledging how spectacular the Helen episode. Was. So, yeah, that was. A- that was a great I thought they were a little flippant, just smoking weed in the car, driving in the suburb, you know, wherever the fuck they were. Helen, where were they in Georgia, Darrell? Where were they supposed to be? Uh, I don't I know the place, but yeah. But still, it looks super yeah, like I don't fuck, I don't fuck pointy and stuck up like these two month black motherfuckers rolling down the, or driving down the street, just smoking a joint in the car. Like, damn, y'all need to chill. You ain't even got the windows down. You better not because you don't you don't know who might pop up out of the woods and um, pull you over and have you in those woods. So. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm you, talking um, about cops, but yeah, because we'll end up in some I'm woods. I'm talking about cops too. Oh, oh damn, damn! Oh, what the fuck? They doing in Atlanta? I'm talking about the same thing too. <laughs> That's not Atlanta. That's not that's not part of Atlanta. They oh, oh right, uh, wherever they and were. That's Marietta. real Georgia right there. <laughs> You're right, right, right. You're right. Yeah, that's real Georgia right there. German population in Georgia. Bro. But anyway, um, it's, all right. They like to come to the that, small uh, places. They like to come to the small yeah. No, we got a like place of Philly, you know, German town where the Germans settled during the colonial days, and yeah. So, I know it's like we don't live like an hour from New Braunfels. <laughs> Which is this? Like we don't live where? An hour from New Braunfels. Oh, shit. Right? In yeah. the middle of San Antonio like, and all these. Yeah, between San Antonio and San Marcos. Like, yeah. there's oh, a German town. With a, with a water yeah. park. You gotta <laughs> say that shit. You gotta park. click your heels and, and throw that hand up <laughs> when you say New Braunfels. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, all right, Darrell, appreciate the call as always, man. No problem, no problem. Talk to you. All right, so that does it for this week. Uh, appreciate everybody hanging in there, uh, calling, emailing. Mike, appreciate your uh, your voicemail. Uh, so yeah, so get on the voicemail tip again if you're listening to this and you and you you would like to uh, uh, communicate and participate uh, in the show, but you know you can't call and for whatever reason you you don't like emailing. If, yeah, hit the voicemail line and, and drop us a drop us a uh, three minute or less uh, voicemail because it will cut you off after three minutes. So. So do that. Email us, call us, voicemail us. Uh, Cam, appreciate your time. Uh, you free folks, uh, this is the end for you. We'll be back next week. Or maybe, I'll be, yeah. I know, Cam, you'll be kind of en route, right? No, nah, Wednesday, I'll still be away. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, hopefully by next week I have figured out how the fuck I'm uh, getting to New Orleans uh, for WrestleMania weekend. And uh, yeah, VIPs click over. Rich and I'll bring you another hour or so of uh, of some VIP shenanigans. So that's it for us. That's Cam. I'm Trav. We out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.